Yo, from the 416 to the 302 and everywhere in between, welcome to Vacant Podcast Wrestling. I'm a little hungover, but I am Tim, and I'm joined by Ty Noyden. What's up? And our new co-host, Yusuf. What's up? Making his first appearance on the show, our resident Canadian. Hey! You're going to be fired so quick. Oh, wow, that was fast. Back to Bizarro Land on you. I was about to say, no, I guess I'm leading. So not bizarre land. <laughs> All right, so we're leading off. It's been an interesting two weeks event of wrestling. I've only watched this week. I'm not gonna lie. I watch like bits and pieces. I usually watch like the YouTube bit, uh, bits that are on there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah well, so I mean, I was I was at Raw and I caught up with a little bit of SmackDown. So That's I've been cool. following as much as I can. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Well. Let's start with Raw, boys. Well, actually, oh. um, Yusuf actually wanted to talk a little bit. Oh. Uh, he mentioned before the show he, he's been uh, following the G1 Climax. So uh, what okay. do you have to weigh Let's... in on that? All right. Somewhere in Vince McMahon's mind, and I'm gonna we're going to start going into the WWE with this, but somewhere in Vince McMahon's mind, he's not paying attention to what's going on in you know, the independent scene right now because based on the way he's booking guys like Shinsuke Nakamura based on the way he's booking people like Bailey, although the injury is a little unfortunate, if you ask me, uh, he's not paying attention to the G1 Climax. And especially now, when you have a lot of, un- not unknown names, but very well-known names that are making more of an impact in America. You have guys like Tetsuya Naito, Hiroshi Tanahashi, and of course, the wonder child from Canada, Kenny Omega. And these are the kind of guys that, whether age isn't a factor for them, because they can pull off five-star matches, no problem, they give the kind of content that I guess like some hardcore WWE fans should deserve. But again, it's all based on Vince's booking and whether or not, you know, someone gets pushed and someone doesn't. But with that being said, the G1 Climax will technically be over as of tonight. And uh, it'll see Kenny Omega and Tetsuya Naito in the final. Hopefully, 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 we're going to see Kenny lose go on to their January Wrestle Kingdom show, and maybe, just maybe, head over to NXT. So that's my little bit about the G1 Climax. Now to the WWE. All right, so uh, uh, let's talk gonna, about... Um, oh, you want to leave this one? Go for it. All you. I was just going to say, I love Kenny Omega with the broom. That is awesome. Yes. I'm oh, yeah. Kenny, Kenny is... Um, yeah. Said he's Canadian and not American. That's fine. Anyway, moving into Raw... Also, wait, I actually do have something to say about this. Because Vince books characters, supposedly. That's why he doesn't book these indies guys well. Right. Because they don't have characters. Yep. They're just good wrestlers, and that's their character. But, like, it works with some people, but not everyone. Yeah. Now. Now moving on to Raw. I loved the opening segment to this show. It was hilarious. (laughs) (laughs) I was happy that it opened with Ms. TV, and he was like... He calls out Jason Jordan, then, like, Daddy comes to save the day in Kurt Angle, and then he's just like, we'll throw Brock, Brock, Brock Lesnar. <laughs> we'll throw Brock Lesnar out at you. Like, what? Like, so, why? You know, we had, we had a Miss TV segment. We had a Miss TV segment, and along with the Miz Tourage, which, God bless, God bless Bo Dallas. They're going, beard, you know what? And Michael you know what? I gotta give they major ever... props to WWE and the Raw creative team for doing something with Kurt, uh, Curtis Axel and Bo Dallas. Like, they had nothing going for them at all, and they Did just you, threw him with the have... Miz. 
do we have to give them credit though? Yeah, we gave Miz, we gave standout to the Miz too. They got over, and then as soon as they split, well, it went downhill and he got released. Yeah, but it's not like Sandow wasn't doing anything though, because he was before. He was like, like Sandow had hope because the thing with with the thing with Curtis Axel and Bo Dallas is that they can't get over on their own. They well, can't. Here's 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 the thing about Damian Sandow, and this is exactly what you said, Tyler. Vince doesn't book talent; he books characters. And so Damian Sandow, after he you know got rid of or after he got away from Miz, he was just nothing because everyone knew him on the Indies. But after that, it was just you know stale bread. That's very true. Um, so we watched the Miztourage and Miz after a little verbal sparring with Paul Heyman, which was also very good. Yeah, Miz was well, also very. Can we good. can we talk about the Miz like tr- like yeah, shitting also, all over Brock Lesnar? Very. This well, is what this Paul segment. Heyman. Paul Heyman sat there and said. Boy, if you don't stop. This segment, though, makes me want to see The Miz in the Universal title picture now. Like, I just want to see... I just want to see The Miz going into promo battles with Paul Heyman now. In Universal title main event feuds. Like, I don't know if, like, Lesnar and Miz would clash well in the ring. But, like, my God. Like, the promos you can have. Just, like, the opening segment on Raw. So good, dude. Absolute fire. Honestly, like... The Miz's promo work has gotten so, so much better since his last world title run at, uh, around the time of WrestleMania 27. And so, like, I, I'd love to see him go, you know, toe-to-toe with guys like Paul Heyman on the mic. I want to see him against Brock. That would be great. The fact of the matter is he's still stuck in the mid-card for now. Also, speaking of the Miz trash, can we just talk about how Bo Dallas looks like a budget Leonardo DiCaprio? He kind of looks like, um, uh, what's his face, uh, Jack Sparrow a little bit. Kind of, yeah. Um, but one thing I will say about Miz being stuck in the mid-card, one thing I feel that WWE has almost started to fall into a trap of doing is not having a mid-card. They have undercard, and they have main event. Like on SmackDown, you have arguably the main event feud in the U.S. title picture. Like with Kevin Owens and AJ Styles being main event wrestlers fighting for the mid-card championship belt. And I think Raw is just trying to salvage whatever mid-card they have left by keeping it on Miz. Because like I said, we have, like we uh, said in our little group chat we have, like, the WWE has no good dependable mid-card guys beside the Miz. So he's kind of stuck there right now because Miz is, like, main event, but, like, not main event. I mean, I guess arguably you could say Sami Zayn is the same way on SmackDown, but, like, he's not, I don't know. It just doesn't, it doesn't feel the same to me. Like, it feels like you have, like, the main event level of the Fatal 4-Way for Raw, like Lesnar and Strowman and Joe and Reigns. And then you have, like, I mean, I guess arguably you could say uh, Ambrose was mid-card for a while and um, Rollins was main event for a while and Balor. But, like, it doesn't feel the same. I feel like Miz is the only dependable mid-card guy left on Raw, especially with such a limited scene. Because, like, the the point of the mid-card title is to build your, your guys up to challenge for the main event level. And I feel like it hasn't done that in a while. Um, since Cena was U.S. champion, it's been a lot of main event guys holding the mid card titles, and it's just like a like an extra feud. And like we'll just throw a belt on the, on the feud for now. Like it doesn't feel like it's building someone up. The only person I feel like it's worked to build up is the Miz, and that's why he's still there. Because you can hold people in mid card status, but you can't bring them up. It's harder to bring them up to main event and then push them back down, because then it hurts. It starts to devalue their character. Uh, 
Yes, it does. And I guess with, like, Finn Balor could be a great example, but unfortunately it wasn't an intentional demotion into the mid-card for Finn. Because this time last year, he was, like, he was on fire. Think of it like that, right? He had, A, he got drafted to Raw. B, he already, like, by then was, like, hot with everybody because he just got out of NXT Fresh. C, he pinned Roman clean, went on to go for the Universal title, won it, big push, and then, boom, falls. So, well, Finn got injured. Yeah, I'll I'll count count on some of this. Finn got injured. Roman came off a suspension, so he was probably being punished. Uh, And even if Finn did win, I don't honestly want to know how that title run would have went. I think it would have went. They would have fed him to Brock. They easily would have fed him to Brock. And the thing is, the thing is, Tim, you're right. The reason why they had Balor in the main event and they had him beat Reigns clean and do all this shit is because Reigns was suspended like not too long, not not too, uh, not too uh, far back. Like very recently, he was suspended. Um, And that's that's the thing. It just makes me feel like they don't know what they want to do with Finn besides be like a secondary guy for when their top guy can't do it. Like they they would have fed him to Brock. Thing is, the thing is, they treat they treated Finn the way they would have treated Reigns, and I'm like, we all know what the fuck you're trying to do. You're just trying to find a different guy to build up to uh, end up feeding to Lesnar in the end of the day. I'm glad. I'm like, I'm. It's terrible for me to say this, but I'm glad he got injured because he would have just been fucked. Like literally, they built him up to be this massive face, and they said, "Oh, Balor could be the new face of the company." This and that. No, they knew who they wanted. They wanted Reigns. It's just they wanted to have a decent baby face because you know how shitty wwe is at building up natural baby faces so they just needed somebody and balor had natural chemistry with the crowd and you know i mean triple h has more of a say nowadays so it's like he can easily just say let's have balor and vince will be like well are you sure he's he's not the kind of guy i'm looking for and triple h will be like just just listen to me for a sec like literally that could be that could have been a conversation that was had you know it's just like reigns is their guy there's no way around it. It sucks, but what are you going to do? I think, I think that's the thing, though, is because, like, with guys like Finn Balor, you know, AJ, uh, Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, Shinsuke Nakamura, Mike Bennett, like, all the all the really unbelievable indie guys, right? With Finn, I feel like he, he's talented. He's great. He's solid on the mic. He's got that look and everything. This is the way you're, the way you're putting it. You're not wrong because it's just ridiculous because when you think about it like this okay finn wins title great all the indie fans are happy now finn gets fed to brock great indie fans aren't really happy now but at least they got you know finn balor versus brock lesnar and then brock ends up dropping the title to reigns whenever that fuck that's gonna be that's that's where obviously people will get mad so (sighs) feeding feeding anyone to roman reigns like, if it was Finn Balor and not Brock Lesnar that ended up, you know, getting pinned by Roman at whatever pay-per-view, SummerSlam, WrestleMania, whatever it may be, um, that's the thing. It just it feels like it goes to waste. So it's great that Triple H does have a say in, you know, some some of what goes on behind the scenes in WWE now. But, yeah, that's the, pro- that's the big problem is Reigns is their guy, and they're not going to look past Reigns. They're not going to look at AJ. They're not going to look at... Um, I mean, the Miz. The Miz could have been a guy, not the guy, but he could have been. He could have been a top guy. But 
Oh, well. I would argue that he is a top guy. I would also argue that Finn has terrible mic skills. And See, I agree. Uh, sorry to interrupt. One of the things I thought of for Miz is you have people in the Hall of Fame right now. Legends. Absolute legends of the business. You have Dusty. You have Honky Tonk. You have Perfect. That are and then legends. you have Rikishi. They, yeah, that are legends for being in the mid-card, though. They're legends mm, for true. doing what they do this in the mid-card. This is very true. You're not and wrong. It, it's just going to be one of those things where it's like the uh like the like i mean i guess arguably too ricky the dragon steamboat like arguably legends in the yep. business that should yep. have gotten main event matches roddy piper for god's sakes has never won a world title never yeah can you believe yeah. that like one of the biggest names in wrestling today he had a few main event feuds just like every other mid-card guy ambrose yeah ambrose did but he held the belt and then like miz has had a couple main event feuds before even even after like before he won the the wwe title and afterward too he didn't come up successful, obviously, because he's a one-time WWE champion, but still, you know, I mean, yeah. but the thing is that Miz will be remembered for most is being one of the best mid-card talents in the business. So it's not, it's not like, oh, yeah. it's not like you can oh, have yeah. a, a mid-card guy and just have him amount to nothing. It just sucks that those people do so much, but just can't make it to the top. Well, I mean, okay, first, let me take back what I said about Finn Balor. Now that I think about it, he does have pretty terrible mic skills. doesn't really work that well. But, um, I mean, The Miz, what I hated the most about The Miz's title run, because I, I didn't think it was horrible. Like, okay, the Kevin Owens Universal title run, yeah, it got a little, you know, bad because Chris Jericho was there to protect him, and then eventually he got flattened by Goldberg. The thing was with Miz's title run was I actually enjoyed it because seeing the Miz with the world title is, I think, something that a lot of people want to see. Some people maybe not, but, you know, uh, uh, to each their own. The f- it just bothered me so much that the highlight of WrestleMania 27's main event wasn't the Miz as world champion. It wasn't the Miz versus Cena. It was the fucking Rock. It wasn't even Cena. It was literally Rock. Like, it, even it if was it was the It was literally Cena just ending. the Rock. Yeah, like Miz won, okay, cool, but The Rock interfered, and then that set up the whole once-in-a-but-not-once-in-a-lifetime Okay, crap. but like you could have booked that and way better. You could have had oh, yeah. Miz no, no, and no, Cena no. have... Oh, okay, 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 okay. Hold on, we're going we're gonna to rain, rain it back a bit, because now we're way off topic. Yeah, we are. <laughs> Whoa, because that that's an episode in and of itself. Oh, yeah. Rock and Miz, Miz TV, that's where we started. <laughs> Yes. That's Let's where we started. Let me let me let me bring let me actually mention something very very interesting bring this, about um, bring this full circle. The whole the whole Brock and Miz uh, the whole Brock and Miz bit. It was great to yeah, see. Yeah, you were there live. Yeah, exactly. I was there live. It was it was a fun night. It was um, it was interesting to. I I found it actually pretty great that Monday Night Rock kicked off with Miz TV. I didn't know they were where they were going. I thought I keep thinking they're going to do the Jason Jordan angle, but I that's not confirmed for SummerSlam at all, is it? That's not happening. I don't know, is it? I haven't checked. So, uh, Currently, no. Currently, no. Okay. So, it's like, it would have been cool to see, you know, Jason Jordan maybe, you know, get into Mrs. Face. It was nice that we got Kurt Angle. It was better that we had Brock Lesnar. I want more Paul Heyman versus The Miz. And, hell, why not The Miz Traj versus Brock in a handicap match, for God's sake. Honestly, the thing was, too, the way that promo was done... We the entire crowd in Toronto like was swerved for a minute that the main event that that night was gonna or not the main event but at least a match just randomly on the card would have been just Brock versus like the Mistrage or something or maybe 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 predicting oh, for the yeah, future one day yeah 
y'all were all marks because Brock isn't having a Raw match. Exactly, yeah. Brock's not having a Raw match. Like, come on. This is Brock Lesnar we're talking you, about. You got you got words. Yeah, literally. Um, the rumor actually was that um, the reports that I've heard is that they want to do Miz versus Jordan, but they feel that SummerSlam's already a really, really stacked card, and they don't want to have that be lost in the shuffle because they want it to be a bigger deal than they than it would be. Um, but that leads into the next segment where Jason Jordan had a match against um, Jean-Pierre Goulet. <coughs> um, Kurt Angle Ronald, literally... Y'all are fickle, by the way. Y'all are fickle for that. Oh, first off, um, actually, I, going back for one second, watching Lesnar right. kill Miz and the Miztourage looked just like Randy Orton killing Mahal and the Singh brothers. Just going to throw that out there. You know, that's actually a... But, I didn't even realize that. That's Orton, actually kind of a good point. Orton, Brock. Like, he threw them around. Like, literally, just like Orton threw what's-his-face through a table. Sing, that's because the Singh brothers are working their behinds off. They shouldn't be taking those kind of books. Literally. The, the, the Singh brothers are, gonna, like, the carry of Jinder Mahal's title reign. Someone is going to die. Yeah, we'll get to that, yeah. though. We'll get to that, though. We'll but, get to that. We'll get to that. But after... Like I was saying, um... Kurt Angle after that went backstage and literally pulled the first guy he found, which is a local guy, uh, Jean-Pierre Goulet, from backstage. And the, in his okay, so the thing is with this, um, this, this segment made me think that they want to turn Jordan heel almost like, like I could be like stretching on this one, but almost the way that they had Angle debut as like a, a heel who acted like a face but was just like rubbed everyone the wrong way, you know, like like how he was like the gold medalist and he was like a superior athlete and he was like just he thought the fans liked him and like wanted to be on his side and they all hated the, hated him with a broken freaking neck yeah you've got yep. that you've got to add that point I, no true. i get it i i see it. i saw it too a little bit i was like yeah, yeah because like he smiled and he did all these things but then he had like once the bell rang he, he had this intensity though he, he wasn't really being a face about it though no he wasn't being a heel but no, he wasn't being a face. He he was that's really that's intense. Like he had like facial expressions that made it, it look was, like he wanted to kill the guy. Yeah, and, it, and, and, and like he's based, a competitor. Based on, yeah, based on well, based on Jason Jordan's like, he, he just watching his movements throughout that match, you could tell that he was just like you know off to the get go. As soon as that bell rings, I'm gonna like beat the living hell out of this guy. I'm yeah, gonna prove my illegitimate black dad or my illegitimate white dad that um I can you know I can be his successor and. The crowd reaction was very, very accurate for that entire match. There were boos for Jason Jordan. There was a great uh, "Let's Go Jobber" chant. Yeah, the thing that is, was, though, no. the thing is, though, I don't know if they're trying to do that yet, or if they're just being WWE stupid and just making baby faces look out like like heels. You know what I mean? Like the way I, I they had Reigns when they pushed him massively and stuff like that. But Tim, what were you, what were you I, saying? I would, I would hope they're not that stupid. I would hope, like that, like he's he's lost it a little bit. Like he's he's probably clinically insane, but I think he I think he's not that off yet. Well, he he's he's getting there. Yeah, he's a little bit insane, but he's getting there. It's just that WWE has pulled the trigger on certain angles and whatnot at the worst possible time, and it's backfired. And I it's, it might be a show, Brent. Let it, it it might be it might be. I, you know, we got to stop. Microwaving our, our stories. We have too many pay per views for that. Uh, you know, apparently they're getting rid of that. Oh, I'd hope. 
I'd hope so. They they say that. You know how how all the budget cuts are happening right now? Like, they're getting rid of Pyro, they're getting rid of uh, a bunch of the network shows? Literally all the network shows besides NXT, the pay-per-views, and WWE 24? Yeah, continue. And table for three, and bringing it to the table. Those are the only ones you need. Those are the only ones you need. That's That's very true. true. Hey, man, I like like watching WWE Ride Along now available on the WWE Network. Hey, Ride Along was good, too. It was. I wish I could get a second season of Legends. For only $9.99 a month at that, too. 9.99. 9.99. So here's the thing. Apparently, they're also going to be cutting it the whole two pay per view a month thing. I don't know if it's true or not. That's what I've been reading. Hopefully, it's true. That would be nice because I feel like the, they're they're just shoving things. But the only thing, the only way I would, the, the moment, the only way I would want that to work though, guys. is if they have one pay per view a month. But it's like besides the big four, those side pay per views, like one month Raw gets a pay per view, the next month SmackDown gets a pay per view. If it's like back to the way it was back in 2011 where they had two separate brands but they all fought on the same pay-per-views and stuff that's too crowded that defeats the purpose yeah. of having a brand extension a hundred percent the brand like the big four is perfect oh is oh absolutely i mean actually i don't know if it's perfect because it's a little bit long but yes okay. I, like having well, having the big four have now, like both brands since, but since you say that they i believe they said SummerSlam's going to be at least five hours it's going to be sure. yeah the main show's four hours and then a two-hour pre-show four hours and a two-hour pre-show yeah so that's going to be a, it's going to be a long night again again but then but then the thing is that worries me for survivor series so four hours and a pre two-hour pre-show uh, if they if they're sticking to that, then that's fine. We're gonna have WrestleMania twenty four hours. Oh jeez. <laughs> but Survivor Series is ass. Moving on. Yeah. So carry after on. the after the Jason <laughs> Jordan black ass. Oh wow. Jeez. Oh, Flags for racism here. I think so. No. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> well, Bailey was next after that, right? Yeah, Bailey was after yeah. that. Toronto Yellow Fickle. So oh, we had man. So Bailey is legit hurt. No yep. K Fabe. As far as we know, unless they really want to work us, and I don't think she's that good of a worker, so probably not. <laughs> she goes out and does an interview and Toronto boos the fuck out of her. <sighs> I was so shocked. I was which, actually happy. Which which brings me to a great point. Uh about crowds and i found this awesome youtube comment that i may have put in the group chat but maybe not and it's how to be loved by the crowd one lose more than you win two (laughs) be a heel two don't be a big guy holding the world title four uh i doubt that was three four uh it doesn't matter if you suck in the ring as long as you're not pushed five don't be finn Balor because you'll be hated if you get a huge push five if you want to return then don't win anything big and six, if you loved and wanted to be pushed, don't be pushed as a future main event. That and was beautiful. I'm like, this is... Yes, I, I... Okay. Bailey is none of those things, but it does make a good point to the crowd. Bizarro okay, land. Okay, here's, here's Bizarro land. Yep. Here's, here's the thing about the whole Bailey segment, because it just, like, it made zero sense to me as to why they were booing at first. And then thinking about it a little later, and I think, um, I, don't, I don't know if it was on, I don't know if Meltzer and Brian Alvarez had brought it up, but I, I saw it somewhere where someone had said, they're not booing Bailey because, you know, it was bad or anything or any of those things that you just named, uh, Tim. But it's the fact that Bailey actually had a push again, I guess, getting into the uh, women's title scene. 
and it just got cut off. And so they weren't exactly booing Bailey herself, but they were booing the fact that she's not going to be in the title scene at SummerSlam, and that they're probably going to give it to Sasha Banks. Well, the thing is with that, no, though, the thing with so. that is that she was like, well, I guess I'll, she's like, I guess I'll just say that to the people who aren't booing me then, and then they booed more. Right. So, like, yeah, that, that kind of makes me feel like, why... that kind of makes me feel like it was almost like the way she responded was very shoot, but, like, also yeah. the fact that, I think the fact that they're booing is, and I think Tim was about to say this, is the fact that WWE books her to look like the biggest fucking dumbass ever. She Thank was you. she was too scared to hit Alexa Bliss with a kendo stick. Come on, like I, I get the I get the WWE Terrible. is PG and that's what they want to go for with their character. But you're in the wrestling business. You want to fight people. That's the bottom line. You are in the wrestling business and you want to fight someone. Like literally, it's not because of Sasha. It's like the whole thing with giving it to Sasha and then being mad about it. It's not because of that. They fucking love Sasha Banks. Sasha Banks is a fucking amazing face, even though she'd be a better heel. I don't I don't know why. Oh yeah, yeah. Exactly. no, I agree. She'd be a better heel, but she's still a great face that draws somehow. But like, a guess heel what? Sasha Banks and a heel Alexa Bliss. That's what we need. But guess what? I you know what? They're right. They may be right. if they were booing because of that, Yusuf. They might be right because then this week they had the two triple threat matches, and they were the two most predictable triple threat matches, and they were the exact same match just with different names inserted into them. Yeah. I yeah. I called that from the beginning. I didn't even know who else was wrestling. I was like, it's gonna be Sasha and Nia. Sasha's gonna win and go on to SummerSlam. And guess what happened? Exactly that. The thing, the thing with Bailey is there's an NXT version of Bailey, which, and then there's a main roster version of Bailey. The, As there the is NXT. with everyone else from NXT. Yeah. The the yeah. Uh, the thing about main roster Bailey is. It's too predictable. Like, and it's a predictable character, the one that she's running with anyway. Like, but something about the NXT version made her more likable than she is now. She was a realistic character, and she wasn't a. Mm. She was, her character wasn't to be a big five year old girl. Yes, it was. Okay, but that's like. Absolutely. But like, the plan- she, in WWE, she's the five year old girl that's like, my mommy says I can't hit people. And like, yeah. like even though I'm literally in the company, I, I'm 100% a fan. Like she treated, she treated Charlotte when they feuded like she was like Charlotte's biggest fan, and that like she was so beneath her. That's not not how you should book your stars. If you if yeah. you compare things like with Bailey, like NXT, yeah, there is an NXT version of like everyone that's coming from NXT, and you compare say. You compare the Bailey-Charlotte feud in main roster, and you compare that to the Bailey-Oscar feud in NXT, and it's two completely different people, almost. Because, yes, the whole, like, I'm a hugger thing exists. You know, I'm a hugger. I'm the, I'm supposed to be this, like, hug life. Ch- child-friendly hug life. I'm supposed to be this child-friendly, like, you know, superstar that everybody loves, but I can at least, you know, I, I can put up a goddamn fight. And her matches with Oscar were just phenomenal and so to see her come to the main roster and just like stick more to the whole oh i'm a hugger please enjoy my wacky waving inflatable arm flailing tube men which by the way are now gone also because of the budget cuts um it's just like what 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 the fuck that was literally the last redeeming thing about bailey's character gone so oh yeah gone yep it's it's just it's a shame it's truly a shame yeah. because they did the same it thing really they did the same thing with neville they had they had him 
like they brought him up to the main roster and he had no character when he came up to the main roster and it's not like i know what you what tim was saying about indie guys not like you and tim uh you and tim both yusuf were saying that like indie guys don't have characters that's why and vince books for characters but he doesn't even make an effort to make a character he brings these wrestlers up and he expects them to do all the work but then vince doesn't help them do their work so it's like i don't know what he expects of them or they expect of vince but like something needs to be hey wait 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 because these wrestlers complain that vince doesn't know so they want to do it by themselves but they don't do good by themselves they can't yeah. get over by themselves. But that's why they have writers and they have people, they have the performance center and they well, have everything they need to be good. Yeah, but then, okay, Neville's a great example here because that dude knows how to work. Yeah. Neville does know how to work. He is phenomenal in the ring and his, okay, yes, his main roster push, push, I say in quotes, even though it wasn't really much, was lackluster. Yeah. Um, it's, it's something about the fact that they brought him to the cruiserweight division and the whole, you know, king of the cruiserweights thing. He looks like a true heel and a true he's cruiserweight. Really worked himself better, <laughs> and he's a true cruiserweight. Yeah, and he like he's. I think he's one of the. He's one of my favorite things on the main roster right now. Well, the I thing is, can, yeah. like I think of sometimes when I think of things, I think of them visually. Like if I was looking at a big poster, like I was looking at a poster for like almost like kind of like how they have like the royal rumble posters where they have like the top guys in the front and then they have everyone else in the back like i think to myself for the 205 stuff and i think of like a 205 live poster and all i see is neville i like i don't even see anyone else i like it's just neville like by himself because no one else even has a character a leg to stand on maybe jack gallagher just like in the top corner or something like the size of like a pin gentleman jack gallagher Neville, Neville neville has more or less carried the cruiserweight division by himself there's no more or less like, he has indeed carried exactly the cruiserweight he has division. indeed yes he had, he had a great feud with rich swan that ended i think i i, I don't want to say too short but maybe about just the right time and his feud with austin aries was just his feud with austin aries it could have been the booking could have been a little better with some finishes but aries shouldn't have been a face and aries should not have been in 205 live yeah, that that is that is definitely true. Aries should not have been at two hundred five live. But that's the thing. Like there, there are guys like Neville that it took a long time for them to sort of like. Well, I, how long was Neville on the main roster before he ended up? Uh, Maybe like two years, one and a half, two years. years. Sounds okay. That sounds about right. But he like, got hurt. he got hurt. Well, yeah, he got hurt. That was the thing. And but like, but that was what I was. Finish. That was what I was saying though. Like, uh, just to get ourselves back on track. Like, I was gonna list like yeah. Neville and Sami Zayn and um. Even, I guess, to a certain extent, not even Kevin Owens, I can't even say Kevin Owens, but maybe Shinsuke, because, like, the whole gimmick change, and, like, they're starting to, like, change his gimmick and stuff a little bit by calling him the artist, and it's just stupid. What was his gimmick before? Nothing. That's the thing. Shinsuke's gimmick was Shinsuke. But they're trying... Shinsuke not more, but... they're trying to label him as this, like... They're trying to label him as the artist, and it's stupid. Just let him be himself, because it gets over. The thing is with Shinsuke is, like... He's an enigma. He is, really he is, well. he is a one hundred percent enigma. And coming coming out of New Japan, every everyone knows him as, you know, the whole king of strong style, right? It's just I don't get why they were trying okay, yes, everyone that's ever wrestled him says if you put Michael Jackson in a wrestling ring and could kick the shit out of you, you have Shinsuke Nakamura. That's him. That's, I don't that's get what why, I say too. Yeah, exactly. I don't get why they're trying to sort of plug the whole like they're trying to plug the emphasis on the michael jackson bit rather than this guy could literally break you in half with his knee 
Yeah, I, it that makes no sense to me. The the only people indie guys I think who was who was able to escape the lore of being an indie guy was Kevin Owens and Seth Rollins. I could also I say them. I could also say Dean Ambrose. But Dean. Ambrose Ambrose was Ambrose before he got there. Exactly. He may have been, exactly. John Moxley, but Ambrose yeah. was Ambrose before he got there. Yeah, that's true. You mean like just changing the character completely, the name, think, the character, the yeah. Well, yeah. Kevin Owens has been been that kind of sarcastic asshole in the Indies, but yeah, back, back when I, but Kevin like, Steen was Kevin Steen. But when you look at it, it looks undefined in the Indies. When you go back and look at some of it, it looks raw and not polished. Now he's a polished right by working yeah. in within the WWE system because there's parameters. The best thing about WWE is there's parameters, and that's how you can adjust the character to make it work on a main stage. The problem is these indie guys and these NXT guys. Who get wrapped nice, get wrapped very nicely for the main roster, and it doesn't work is because they're not in front of those crowds, and they don't know how to adapt to those crowds. They can, it because like I said before, it's easy to please us. We're marks. It's easy to please us. We're the ones in those either small crowds. Wrestling, give yeah. us either give us either give us fantastic wrestling or just give us a fantastic character, and we're fine. The problem is, not everyone understands the business the way marks do. Or as Marks like to think we do. So that's yeah. kind of my point. Um, I think that's a good time to uh, head over to the next segment. Um, I don't remember what exactly was next in the show. Do you remember, I Yusuf? Believe it was, it was, it was one of the, It was Miss TV, then it was, Bailey, then it was, it was the Seth Rollins bit. It was Rollins versus Shane. Oh my God! This oh, is my. Goodness. This is honestly like my second favorite storyline and, going and in WWE gonna, right now. And we're gonna segue yes. into the Dean Ambrose and Cesaro match. Which, by the yeah. way, was fucking unbelievable. They were, that match was actually good so match. much better good. than oh, yeah. I thought it was. Oh, yeah. Good good TV matches. The story is obviously not the match. The story is who's in the match and what's happening in between the matches. Yeah. Thank so, you. Thank Seth you. Rollins... Sorry, I was going to yeah. I was going to cut first. Sorry. Okay. Seth Rollins uh, gets distracted by Cesaro on the outside. Sheamus picks up the victory. And here we go with two-on-one assault again. And where is Dean Ambrose? Probably eating a Twinkie in the back. Where did he go? Where did he go? Rollins is all pissed off. And, uh, cause, but Dean doesn't trust him still. It was a one-time thing. Dean goes and does his match. Uh, did he win? Uh, who, Dean? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, he did. He won with a roll-up. Okay. So, and, and then we go rinse and repeat. Here's your two-on-one Assault, and here yep. comes Rollins with a chair. Yep. No, here yep. comes Rollins without a chair. Sorry. Yeah, he, did, he didn't have a chair. Y'all are a bunch of marks. Once he <laughs> stood up, y'all ate it up. By oh point yeah. Out. Oh my. That, oh, that it was okay. that let segment me, was hook, honest. line, and sinker. Ah. Like got let me, you. Let me the for the most part of that night, too. the crowd was. I don't want to say entirely dead, but slightly dead in Toronto. But the second Dean stood up and looked at Seth, you just like it exploded in there. Yeah, and, then, and, and yes, then the everyone, came, and then, and the then everyone and really went, fell for it. Rah! It's happening. People thought it. Yep, it got me. I was, oh yeah, it got me too. I'll admit it. It, it got. It, I was. I was like go nuts. I did, first, but it kind of like, went on too long. And I was like, oh, it makes sense. Like it, for a second, I was did. like, for a second, I was like, wow, this is gonna be such a good moment. Like the crowd's in this, and it took a little, lo- like a little while. And then Rollins looks at him, and I'm like. He's not going to do it. 
and he didn't. And I was like, yeah. thank you, WWE, for finally telling a good mid-card story in the tag team division, oh. my, like, no less. Yeah. What, the only that's, sad that's, thing is about is Sheamus and Cesaro is not the story here. The no, story is yeah, but, the eventual Shield reunion. Yeah, but which, one thing... Because at this point, at what? this point, we've had Dean and Roman, Seth and Roman, and now we got only one... Uh, the, left okay so so here's well the here's thing. okay let's okay carry on tyler okay i was gonna say here's the thing two things um first a negative um i feel like every tag team in wwe that gets over by just like just like uh pairing two random guys like singles wrestlers is the fact that they're an odd couple and they don't get along and then all of a sudden they have this thing where it just clicks and they get along those are the teams that have gotten over and that's those are the only teams i feel like that wwe has really like put together to be like big level like besides new day like um they had team hell no put together of two guys that hadn't like did not like each other at all and then Which something clicked awesome it was it was great and then seamus and cesaro same thing really awesome i thought the bar brawl scene that they finally united was the best like one of the best things to happen in a long time for the tag division since new day um and uh now seth and dean but the only thing that i want out of this and this is a stretch, but it's really, really cool if it happens. If they um, happen to lose, or if they stay together for a while, either way, and they break up, but Dean turns on Seth. Oh, I. From what it looks like, that's gonna be the. That's gonna be. Yeah, that's gonna be. A, they're gonna get the Dean Ambrose heel turn. That okay. is gonna Thanks be God. so good. It will. Thank here's, God, by the way. Oh my God! Yeah. Here's 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 what I'm feeling with this whole like shield reunion going on. The way the way Seth Rollins, there was a little bit of hesitation with Seth uh, when Dean, you know, put his fist out and hopefully went for the whole shield fist bump thing. But you know, maybe that hopefully that'll play out to next week and then or in a couple days, and uh, maybe hopefully they'll actually announce uh, Sheamus and Cesaro versus. Seth and Dean at SummerSlam because the rumor is right now the plan is I don't know if they're going to go over at SummerSlam but the fist bump's going to happen at SummerSlam and then the question is whether or not they'll go for the full three man shield reunion and this is a this is again a stretch but maybe interfere in the fatal four way that night and get Roman to win the title maybe oh that's drawing not a chance Exactly, that's the thing. Like, it, like I said, it's a stretch. It's a stretch. I don't even know if I want to. I don't know if I want to see that because I don't want to see Seth and no. Dean turn into Roman's handyman. That I don't want that. No, yeah, that's the only. That's the only thing that's gonna like. That'll hurt Dean and Seth. Honestly, if they're paired with Roman, that doesn't hurt Roman. That hurts Dean and Seth. That's like when they had Roman win the Rumble and then they had Rock come save the day. That hurts. That hurt Rock, and it didn't help Roman at all. It's not gonna help anybody. Um, another thing, um, uh, so not only that, not only do we have that feud going on in the tag division, we also have, um, what was supposed to be a triple threat feud, but unfortunately, because, um, after Dash Wilder just got over his jaw injury, Scott Dawson injured his bicep, and he is out for apparently four months. Um, that really fucking give sucks. Him, give him a pink slip. Get get rid of all get rid of both of them. They're injury Stop. prone. Get get rid of it. Or send it to, send it back. Send it back. Give him a third NXT title reign. Give him some heat. Give him some heat again. Yeah. Send it back. 
Return to sender. <laughs> Return to sender. <laughs> Return to sender. You yeah. can't have this. No, literally. Um, so that really sucks. But um, so we're looking at um, Dean and Seth versus Sheamus and Cesaro. Uh, the bar, I guess you could call them, because that's what they do now. They held, they hold their thumb out to the side because that's the bar. Um, that's so lit, by the way. Yeah, I love no, it. No, they do the no, they do the DX point thing now, and they touch fingers, <laughs> and that's the bar, which is even more lit. It True. Awesome. Um, <laughs> they're then, mad funny because they don't try to be funny. True. And then the other feud in the tag division, which looks like it's going to be a number one contenders match of some sort, maybe. Uh, we have the Hardys versus the uh, the club, Carl uh, Anderson and Luke Gallows, and uh, that feud's not too bad either. Um, they didn't have the Hardys Dream on TV. <laughs> What'd you say? Dream match alert. Dream match alert. Yeah, literally. Mark, wait, you come now. <laughs> all marks buy your tickets your network subscriptions <laughs> no dude but like um that's all that is yeah but still <laughs> it, it works it works it was gonna be the revival added in and that would have been like a mark's wet dream um one thing i will say is if they want to break the hardys at SummerSlam, which i know you, you're very skeptical of breaking the hardys and i agree um i'm just I'm trying to that they're gonna do it uh, yeah, no, yeah, I, I agree. I'm just um trying to play devil's advocate and saying, because I don't think it's going to happen. If it does, having the club shock the world and beat the Hardys would be a great way to do it at SummerSlam. And then have them face Dean and Seth for the tag titles. But, but that wouldn't even be shocking. The Hardys shouldn't beat the club. The club should be doing a lot. Well, okay, this is the problem here. The club is booked terribly. Well, except for when, yeah. except for when they beat up John Cena because that was awesome. Beat but up John Cena. That's so funny, and I went, <laughs> I went and watched that recently, and I died of laughter. <laughs> They're funny, <laughs> but not the, but the club, but them being their booking is not funny. It's awful. I forgot they were in the company. I was like, what the fuck? Oh, no, yeah. How? I'm surprised they haven't quit. Oh, I know. I'm not gonna lie. Well, they, oh, got- they signed three-year contracts yeah so they'll be around for at least another year they still have three years to reunite with styles and or balor so get a full-on club reunion well well there is the rumors of the roh thing going that's gonna there, be good so and nxt kyle o'reilly and bobby fish and adam cole that's gonna be good if they I, do it i will not believe adam cole is gonna be in a wwe ring until i uh, see it happen oh yeah they're like adam <sighs> Adam Cole, baby. Seeing Adam Cole in NXT, I think like people people's minds will explode if he just shows up. If they if they pull off Adam Cole's debut, like how they pulled off Adam Cole joining the Bullet Club, people are just gonna lose their minds. Super kicks everywhere. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. If I don't see enough super kicks, Shawn Michaels is turning in his grave, and he's not even dead with how many super kicks there are now. <laughs> That's so true. Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't... Michaels used to be like, wait, that's my finisher. Stop doing that. It's like, why are you people abusing my finisher? Because now Shawn Michaels comes... Whenever Shawn Michaels does his little song and dance and try, and hits the switch in music, it's just like, it's just a super kick. Yeah, it's, it's nothing like, special anymore because yeah, everyone does it. Shawn was, Shawn was great with the theatrics behind the super kick. It was like the Bucks are doing it now. I was actually uh, last night at the... Um, on the the what the, would have been the second night of the G1 finals, uh, Bullet Club had a f- eight man tag match, 
And uh, at one point, uh, Japanese talent, I think it was uh, Resuke Taguchi, he had gone up in a uh, top turnbuckle, uh, looked over, he wanted to jump, I believe it might have been Cody Rhodes, uh, ended up getting a four-man super kick to the face. So it's, <laughs> oh yeah, it was it was a it was a hilarious spot, but that's the thing is they're just there's no I, there's no hype to it. Like the Bucks have done a great job as far as hype for themselves go, but like the super kick has just become like a standard thing that everyone does now. It's a DDT. Exactly. Yeah. the The super kick is this era's DDT. It's a it's a superplex at this point. Yeah. That's a good way. Do a count next time you watch WWE TV and see how many superplexes you see during one sitting. Way too many is the correct answer. No, I remember, like, even just the commentary. I should not see superplexes on free TV. I shouldn't. I remember just, like, the commentaries, um, like, commentaries, like, reactions before. And it was like, like, I remember Michael Cole's voice vividly, like, oh my god, what a superplex off the top rope. And, like, I remember just this week there was a superplex that happened on TV. And he was just like... Oh, and a superplex, and I was just like, "Really?" I was like, "Really?" That's well, it? there, there would, there would have been two in uh, the. Uh, are you talking about the Ambrose Cesaro match? Yes. Yep. Yeah, there would have been two. There would have been two, but nope. Nope. They were like, let's just save one. Let's one is enough for done. free television. One is too many for free television. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, anyway, um, since we were talking about uh, Anderson and Gallows. Um, oh God! They had faced um, Enzo and Big Show in a tag team match, which um, later on in the night led to uh, after getting the win over Enzo and Big Show, Ca- Big Cass went backstage and talked to Angle and asked for uh, a match with Big Show, and it ended up being another Shark Cage match. So it's going to be Big Show versus Big Cass at SummerSlam with Enzo Amore locked in a Shark Cage above the ring. They're really looking sh- for those. They're looking for those Mattel. Uh... <laughs> they are. I can't believe a shark cage is more over than Shinsuke Nakamura. It is pretty over. Literally. The best was seeing Paul Heyman walk out and kind of just like. Ugh. <laughs> yeah, we should get. Back, we should get Paul Heyman in a back, shark cage. Back give? No, Paul Heyman will lose his. Shit. In the fatal no, four give, way. Here's what you do. No, 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 no. Here's what you do. Put Paul Heyman in a shark cage, but give him a microphone just to talk constantly during the match. Let him. Let, give no, give him a microphone and let him do. Give him a headset, yeah. <laughs> give him a headset and just let him run wild, yeah. But like, just think about this. This is the second Shark Cage match we have we've had in just a year. I've watched WWE for seven years now, and wrestling in general for seven years, and I have not seen a Shark Cage match before January. It's happened. I know it's happened in the past, but like, it hasn't happened since like at least in WWE since before 2009, and now it's 2017, uh, and we've time- already seen. Two of the, we are going to see the second match of this happen in one year. Mattel hey, paychecks. They want, those, they want those Mattel paychecks. Oh yeah, Mattel, Mattel paychecks. It's all. It's all, it's all, in, it's all in selling they, the toys. Came out. Yep. Yeah. I hadn't seen one before NXT did it, and NXT did it right because they literally just had him stand there, but didn't oh, get him in the way. When did they? Yeah. When? When did NXT do it? I forgot. Off- NXT did it first at I believe. Oh yeah, it was authors. Toronto? Was it authors and it was and, uh, authors of pain and DIY, and they had was it, no. It was um, or TM sixty one, right? It was TM sixty one. Yeah. Well, yeah, with um, in, with uh, with Paul with, Elring in the case. Yeah, for the, for the Dusty Rhodes Tag Classic. I think. Was it? That was not Toronto. Was, was it Toronto? I think it was either Toronto or the one before Toronto. Because Toronto was. What tech? Oh, the, Toronto was DIY in the revival in the two out of three falls match. I don't remember. But that, okay, the so sixty one and authors opinion. Yeah, but that that two out of three falls match was for the NXT tag titles though, 
and true um, yes and it wasn't for the dusty roads oh, classic no. so it no, could have been was, on the same was, show oh you know what? it was san antonio because they did it go. the night they did it the night before the rumble when okay they did it again yes because, because mick foley was like well nxt's doing it so it'll be so there so why, do, why don't we why don't we yeah exactly so um yeah uh it's mcmahon law. If Big Cass doesn't win the match at SummerSlam and they don't f- go their separate ways after this, I will be fuming. And also, oh. if they keep Big uh, Big Show with uh, Enzo Amore, why? First off, like what made them want to team together in the first place? Because Big Show felt bad. Uh, no, honest to God, you can tell yes. looking at Big Show that he does not like working with Enzo. Well, that also goes off of probably... All the backstage heat that Enzo's has, uh, been getting. Nobody likes working with Enzo, apparently. Yeah, apparently, yeah, apparently. He had this issue with a stripper, like, trying to get a stripper to go home with him after he was being cheap as fuck. Like, um, there was a thing where he was, like, on the phone talking to people how much he would get paid and how, like, he would Even like, though, belittle he would the business. shit about the business, yeah. He got thrown off a tour bus with Reigns, uh, yeah. by Roman Reigns during the European tour. That's a sad thing when you get thrown off a tour bus by Roman Reigns. Like, yeah. guy, they're also, the new, there's also, leader. I think they're going to, I think one of the reasons why they might have this shakeup is so they get, like, because I, I remember, like, they said they were going to have a shakeup soon, but um, I remember a report saying that they want to get Enzo as far away from Vince McMahon as possible before it gets too, too late. Like, before <laughs> Vince gets pissed off and, and fires his ass. <laughs> like, Vince I, at this point is just waiting to get rid of somebody yeah he's been itching to hand out the pink slips yeah speaking of pink slips where are those summer pink slips we haven't seen many releases or the spring pink slips yeah not not recently when was the last time we had a major uh release major release was aries but like recently the most recent was ho ho lun oh that's right he did get released yeah i heard but he he asked for his release because of a family issue oh did he okay i didn't know his mom his mom is sick i think that's for a okay. release because he that's sucked. Well, no, he he asked for his release because his mom was sick, and then he like I think him and WWE agreed that he would be like the unofficial Chinese ambassador to pro wrestling. Hey, come on, man! John Cena Austin can Aries? speak fluent Mandarin. No, not Austin Aries. No. Why would what? Austin Aries be? What? No, we're talking about Ho Ho Lun. Oh. Yeah, the one from Hong Kong, from China. Yeah, that guy. Uh, you know, the one they hyped up for, like, the longest time. Hey, guys, we just signed our first uh, first guy from China. Oh, no, 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 that was Tian Bing. Was it? Yeah, because... Oh, you're Ho- right. Ho-, Ho-, Ho Lun was in CWC. Yeah, but he also was from... Uh, yeah, Ho Ho Lun was from Hong Kong, though, as well. Right. So, they, I mean, they like to be considered different from, like, separate from China. So, they probably didn't yeah, want to yeah, consider yeah. that. But, uh, yeah, Tian Bing was their yeah. first official Chinese worker. Right. He was still there, right? Yeah, he worked at WrestleMania, the Andre. Oh yeah, he was in the. Oh yeah, he was. He was in. He was in the Andre. Yeah. Along uh, with so, so along with Killian Dane, that. which is weird. But anyway. Okay, let's let's quickly get back to. Just this um the Enzo the Enzo Big Show match with Gallows and Anderson, especially looking at the fact that the revival's injured. And so, what happens next? The revival well, goes back to NXT. Enzo gets a pink slip. Big Show goes to retirement, and Big Cass gets pushed to the Intercontinental Title. Yeah, that's that's okay. literally it. That's literally it. All there right, that's okay. That's interesting. One gets a green slip. One gets a pink slip. One gets a white slip, and one gets a title and a raise. And and guess what? The title isn't going to the revival. 
The white slip is the retirement, the pink slip being the release, and the green slip being the push down to NXT. Yep. Yeah. You can take it back, pick, by the way. Which back one down, one. back down you go. <laughs> What's the, so, so now, that, the, now the thing and is, and that phrase like, can can apply to pretty much everyone in that in that group. Oh yeah. So. Oh yeah. And well, the thing is now is like, what's gonna happen with what was supposed to be Gallows Anderson versus the Revival versus the Hardys at SummerSlam? It's just gonna be Gallows and Anderson versus the Hardys for a number one contendership for the tag titles. I, I guess so. Yeah. That's that's probably what's gonna happen. And um, I, I already talked to Tim about right. like just to recap what I said to Tim already. Like um, like we'd said. If Hardys lose, they could very well break, and uh, mm-hmm. the, and then the club would go on to face Ambrose and uh, Rollins for the titles because they would win the titles and then be fine until they break up eventually. But yeah, so hey, we're gonna sacrifice Sheamus and Cesaro for a team that doesn't even really deserve to win the tag titles. Yes, they because they're WWE that. and they don't know how to book anything. Haven't you oh, learned by okay. now? Okay. <laughs> and the sad yeah. part is, you're probably sad part is you're right. I won't be surprised if they sacrifice Sheamus and Cesaro, much like they sacrificed the New Day to Sheamus and Cesaro after they finally. Oh no, that goal. that was not a sacrifice. That was that was good booking. Yeah. Okay. That was good booking. Fuck. Fuck the New Day. <sighs> Just had to add that in. Now, FTR, because apparently there's a cease and desist on that. Well, no. Okay. So like, I say fuck the New Day because it's not their fault, but they're they're really good. I I liked them for the longest time and i enjoyed their stuff but after a while it just got boring and repetitive and i'm very upset over the way that they're being handled on smackdown live but we'll get to that um yeah they're losing to the usos they're not losing to the usos they just won the tag titles from the just won titles yeah they just won the titles from the usos give it till some give it till SummerSlam. slam so they can so they can beat Usos again and make them look like idiots after they actually no, did something when, good with that's them. That's when that's when that's when Brizango cashes in the fashion files and pin the New Day and I don't fucking know. What, we'll get to that though. Yes. What the Money in the Bank? When did this come into play? Ah man, no, not even Money at the Bank. bank. Brizango gets to file. do whatever. Uh, fashion files, man, come on. Brizango right. finds no, out know. the truth. They take out New Day. They win the tag titles. Uh, the world is happy. Um, and then eventually somewhere, somehow in the mix of all that, there's going to be some kind of lawsuit from the guys that created the X-Files and Twin Peaks. Yes. Yeah. So but anyway, and um, they all live happily ever Fandango? after. It's fun. Fun. Dong. Dong. Get it right. Um, yeah. So, uh, the other two things that we had talked about, I briefly mentioned were the two triple threat matches to, rep- uh, which will lead to the, uh, number one contenders match next week to face Alexa Bliss for the uh, Raw Women's title at SummerSlam. And those were won by uh, when Sasha Banks defeated Mickey James and Dana Brooke. Right? Something like that? Yep. Or no, uh, it was Emma and... Uh, no, it was Emma, Emma and... Uh, Emma and Alicia. Alicia Fox. Yes, sorry. Uh, Alicia yeah. Fox. Okay, sorry. Um, and then the, <laughs> the other one was um, Nia Jax defeating Dana Brooke and Mickey James. That was the one. Um, literally sitting on Dana Brooke. Yes, that's that's right. Um, one that's thing, good. Um, that's a good thing. So I'm assuming when Jackson Banks face off on Raw, um, Banks will win, which will be interesting because I just read online today that uh, Sasha Banks and Alexa Bliss have legit heat. Really, like real life heat? Because I, yeah, I saw it on bring, they well, because it up on bringing to the table. Yeah, so. because okay. be- the thing with that is that. Uh, um, Banks doesn't really think that Bliss is like a real wrestling fan and doesn't belong because like she said she said for some reason at one point Alexa couldn't tell the difference between Matt and Jeff Hardy. 
So yeah, she doesn't think she doesn't respect her as a fan of wrestling, and Bliss just wants to like, and like Bliss just wants to like be do good business and stuff. And I guess like they they put their problems aside. She said, but apparently that's what they think and whatever. She, like Banks basically just thinks lowly of uh, Bliss. Um, but well, maybe if she did as good as the heel job as Bliss is doing two years ago, yep. maybe Bliss would be there. But you know, yeah. you didn't. Yeah, exactly. Um, but I will say too, um, because there is a small story coming out of the Raw Women's Division. Um, Dana Brooke joining Titus Worldwide. Yes, that's gonna God. be so good. Like uh, the fact that they're Worldwide. actually the fact Titus that they're Worldwide actually expanding. It is. They have a they have a singles wrestler in Apollo Cruz. They have a cruiserweight wrestler in Akira Tozawa. They have a female wrestler in Dana Brooke. Now all they need is a tag team, and they can dominate. No. Oh no! <laughs> I think I know who it's gonna be too. Wait, who? Oh no, it can't. Who? It can't be that. Hold on. Oh, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. We're on Raw. Who's the job is right now? Uh, Dallas and Axel. Um. Uh. Oh, oh Sl- Slater and Rhino. Um, oh no! 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 no. <laughs> yeah. No, because I like Rhino too much to see that. And then, um, who else is there? There is. <laughs> I was gonna say they could get he should get the ascension just because that would be a really cool dynamic and but they don't. Ooh, that'd be interesting. Yeah. Expanding to SmackDown oh, Live too. No, that because we no we can't be breaking the. No. Okay, so so. Okay. Who? Um. Ooh, no, he he was saying the ascension, but like the ascension around SmackDown ascension. Live. Yeah, we can't be. That's that's true. Can't be breaking the brand split. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Sheamus and Cesaro. I mean. They're doing too good to join Titus. I mean, I guess exactly. Titus and Apollo could be a tag team if they really wanted to be. Or, or wait, wait, wait. Darren Young is oh, supposed no. to be returning from injury very I soon. Was, I was about to say Darren Young's coming back. Yeah. So the primetime players. Dollars. He's, millions of dollars. He's cleared. Millions, millions, of yeah. dollars. millions of dollars. Millions of dollars. <laughs> yes. He's cleared, so I mean, he should be back was, anytime soon. Yeah. They were ahead of their time. They were. Oh, my god. Yes, gosh. absolutely. If they, if they came around the time... That new day was around, and the good new day, not the like the new day circuit mid Seth Rollins title, like reign. the gospel that church new, group, like not that new day, the new day after SummerSlam of 2015. Yeah, okay, that that new day, you know, that the, started basically because of Chris Jericho. I feel like that didn't that actually start because Chris Jericho called him Rudy 2D Booty. No. No, that just happened because that just happened because they were all friends and they wrote together. I think. Oh no, I meant like yeah, I meant I meant their slow face turn and like becoming like the group of like unicorn loving, bright colored happy people, whatever that is. No, they. No. 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 Because that was when the they started face? the whole like bootios. They make sure you I, ain't booty. I mean the whole the whole root. Oh man, that was bootios. The time. Only twenty five dollars at I, Fye. I'm, <laughs> Despite what people say about the time jump segment, I thoroughly enjoyed that segment. If not, oh my god, I, I liked I liked Doctor Anderson and Doctor Gallows. Doctor, Doctor, that was good too. That was but great. Doctor, Doctor, <laughs> and then and then AJ when they were with AJ Styles, phenomenal. Doctor, Doctor, phenomenal. But doctor, Doctor. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was that like was, Doctor, Doctor, actually, phenomenal. Doctors. Good. They they okay. worked so well together. Yeah, they, no, do. they do. Oh my god, Gall- Gallows and Anderson. You know what? Um. Very underrated. 
you, oh you went you, yeah. you walked away for a second i was i was telling tyler how like they're just mad funny and they don't really try oh my god they're stupidly hilarious i was um i love have you ever listened to those two on talk is jericho or like any any like yes i listened to them on talk is jericho have no, you that was good oh my god they there's a bit and aj styles has talked about this too where back when back when the three of them were in uh japan they would get like like they'd have like six hour bus rides and so while everyone else was like, you know, taking a nap on the bus or whatever, uh, Gallows and Anderson would just start talking like Stone Cold Steve Austin and Howard Finkel the entire they, six hours. They they did that on road on, on ride along too. They have, they, yeah, like, they did that. They, yeah. they, they just like yo, we can do they're like, yo, we can do it for like eight hours. They just like I can listen to you for about four. Yep. <laughs> Before he's just like ah, Gallows and Anderson say the same joke every goddamn time. <laughs> the best is when they impersonated him and I hate when he does my accent. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. That was great. <laughs> All right. So I hate um, it when you can't take an elbow to the side of the yep. face. Get out of this business. <laughs> yeah, right. So uh, just to wrap up Raw, the Raw side of things, we ended up uh, closing the show with a, a rare appearance of a uh, last man standing a match Reigns. between a Roman, Reigns. Roman Reigns and Braun Strowman for the one millionth oh, time. Same match, match, new gimmick. We've, we've, oh, yeah. uh, we've run out of gimmicks now, right? Is it? Oh no, they're gonna come up with something. Hell in a like, cell, like, steel cage, no holds barred, falls count anywhere. He was gonna sh- eventually sca- a scaffolding war match. Games. Oh god, war no. games? Nah, war Vince, games. Oh, yeah, Vince war hates war games. War games. What about what about office chair Vince's... on a pole match? What about a Punjabi no, gonna... prison match? I was gonna no. say this one. How about how about which one gets to stroke dick, uh, Vince's dick on a pole match? Oh jeez. No, <laughs> yeah, that's there. You go. Stroke that pole match. Honestly, the the last man standing match. I, what's left that they could possibly do? Because they've done all the ridiculous stuff. They've done the ambulance match, an arm wrestling it, match. We saw Roman Reigns kill a guy. Yeah, where Roman Reigns should be in prison, but he's not. What about but, a dumpster you know, match? Buried alive. Uh, dumpster match. That's the one. We. I feel like that would. Uh, I think that would fit better. No. Only, only if it's against Ross a cruiserweight. Dumpster match. Yeah, he did it oh, against Kalisto. Oh yeah. And he <laughs> didn't Kalisto. Yeah. Wait. Didn't... And I don't think we've seen Kalisto since, and that's fine. Oh, I thought no. Kalisto was on TV very recently. Kalisto was on. Uh, he was on Raw. He was... Okay, he wasn't. No. He wasn't on Raw. He was actually on main event because they were taping it uh, just before Raw. Yeah. Um, yeah. He was facing yeah. Elias. Yes. So yeah, Elias. Interesting. No longer Elias Samson. Just Elias. Yeah. Yep, no longer. Yep. Wow, how rest in peace. Look the how Samson long. Part. Look how short that took for uh, Elias to end up on main event. That was like what a month or two? Yeah, two months? maybe two months. Yeah. Still, I'm it was like it was like a food. month of not being. It was like a month of technically not being a part of the active roster, and then a month of being on the roster, and that's it. Wait, I want I want to know something. I want to know something because you were there yep. live, Yusuf. Did, yep. did they boo him? Yes, they did. Was it loud? Oh yeah. Why? I don't know. No, okay, it's not. Okay. It's not so, why. It's so that's Elias, their goal. That's what they want. Elias. So Elias kicked off the main but, event taping, but for why? and he got on. You know, he was like, "Walk with Elias." Blah 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 blah. Starts singing. Starts putting out a little diss about the city of Toronto. So obviously, people started booing. Okay. And just like during his match with Kalisto, they were just like booing. Although I will admit, there were like after when the match ended. Between him and uh, Kalisto, there it was half and half reaction for him. But is it get the fuck out of my face? He this is what I've been trying to figure out for months. I don't know. That's the thing. I can't tell. 
I honestly cannot tell. Is it I genuinely don't want to see you on my TV, or is it just boo? I hate you. I it's loud like heat, and you don't see yeah. heat like that. Because I feel like it might have been the latter. Well, here's the thing: you have to come. You have to think of like what is the standard for each. If you think of like, like get out of my face, we don't want this heat. You think of Roman like Reigns. Roman Roman when he won the Rumble or Roman post Mania Raw. Actually, no. Post Mania Raw was way better. Oh my god. One thing I will say to play devil's advocate is the fact that it was the first match to happen at the beginning of Raw tapings in Toronto, which they rarely end up going to. It's a very rare thing for WWE to go and have TV tapings in Canada in general. They do it more so than in England or other countries in general, but um, for them to have tapings in Canada, that really pumps fans up. And for that being the first thing to do, it's like they're probably they could have just been happy to be there. I was about to say Toronto normally gets Toronto normally gets one show a year, at least at uh, least at least at least yeah one or two, depends about, about the same as England. England's about Almost, one. Yeah. England like for Canada they having get, like five they get two, say, one right after say Canada has England like England gets two one after. Uh, I'm sorry. No, it's all good. I was just I saying was, Can, like, Canada has like five Mania, shows. And then yeah, after like, Mania and after, before Survivor Series. Yeah, and then Canada days. has like five ish. Well, here's the thing with Toronto too is the expectation of the Toronto crowd, and I could tell from like just seeing a lot of people, they were still a lot of those people were the people that were at Survivor Series and NXT Takeover Toronto, and the expectations from that night carried on to uh, Monday night. So yeah. Yeah, I mean the I mean back getting back to the main event, it was a really good match for Roman. Oh, Roman yeah. and Strowman always know how to put on a great match, but um, mm. the the real part of the match came uh, that made the match and made it meaningful came when Samoa Joe hopped out of the crowd and attacked Roman Reigns, and uh, mm. because Reigns finally got Samoa Joe's number when he beat him in a match after Joe had been undefeated against Roman Reigns, where Reigns had never defeated Joe, um, but. Uh, it actually, I was very shocked. I was honestly kind of surprised by the result. And can like the Toronto crowd was really into it. I think Yusuf, correct me if I'm wrong. Like, like both guys were like uh, Roman had Strowman beat. He speared him, and then oh, yeah. he laid like oh, yeah. he had Strowman down for the count. Joe comes out to defe- like demolishes Reigns. Reigns is down. For, like they're both down for the count, and then Strowman literally hops up at nine. Hops yep. up like it, it. It was the the crowd, and I said this earlier. The crowd was like pretty not, not pretty but like it was it was dead in toronto for the most part they woke up first uh cesaro and dean ambrose and then the entire arena just came alive during the roman stroman match because there there were great spots that really highlighted both of them the whole like and keep in mind by the way there's something very very interesting to note uh the first few times that roman was down during the last man standing match he didn't get up until about i think like seven or eight for most of those counts so, you know, people thought, like, oh, this match is going to end early. And so the suspense kept building and building and building. And I think what might have been, like, the second coolest spot of that entire night that wasn't Samoa Joe choking out uh, Roman was Strowman launching a chair at Roman Reigns. And the crowd just went wild, and it got bigger and better. And by the time Joe came out, like, I guess all the energies that was, like, left just came out. And, yeah, it was um, it was a great reaction for what it was. And the fact that Strowman just like hopped up at I think yeah, I think it was eight or nine that he just like got up, didn't even like limp himself like to get up, just like stood up. Oh, I'm fine. Okay, cool. It like it gave hope 
I think that might be the good word to put right now in the in the heart of fans, knowing that okay, well, you know, they're not gonna like feed everyone to Roman Reigns in that you know he's gonna beat the living well not beat the living he's gonna like spear one dude once and then he's gonna be down no so Strowman has given some hope. Can we stop with that? Because I'm pretty sure everybody in this Fatal 4-Way has beaten Reigns. Yeah, and looked very yep. strong against yep. Reigns. Joe's beating him. Oh, yeah. Joe's beating him. Strowman's beating him. Lesnar's beating him. And, like, yep. I'm, all three of them have beaten him. And I'm honestly... Seth beat him, too. I'm honestly not that much against Roman Reigns anymore. Can we, can we all? Hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Has Lesnar beaten Reigns? Yes. Not... No, he didn't pin him. No, he didn't. That was Seth Rollins. Oh, shit. He didn't pin him, but he kicked his ass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even, yeah, that that was the thing. R- well, they Lesnar haven't had their been... true. They haven't had their true one-on-one match yet, and that's what WrestleMania 34 so is... is for. Because they were yeah. supposed to have it at 31, but that's when Roll- uh, Rollins came out and cashed in, and made yep. it triple threat and ruined it yep. for the best, obviously for like the best. Oh possible. yeah, no, that was that was that was I think the best possible thing they could do. Absolutely, Seth cashing that night. It was perfect. It but, set uh, up. Yeah, it set great. up one of the best oh. heel runs in w- in like recent WWE besides the Summer of Punk. No. Oh, yeah. Whoa. No. One of the best heel runs in the company besides the summer punk. I can easily say it. Punk wasn't a heel, but still no. Why? Punk when, was, what punk was, was better? What was the fuck a, punk wanted to be? I mean, punk, okay. Punk if I said the best, I, if I said the best, I meant I would, one of the best. I wouldn't. I wouldn't even rank it top five. So who who do you really? think? Who do you think? That's not. I. I don't know. I okay. Give Let's. That one. I'm sorry. Well, okay. Like we can. Kevin this... Owens and Miz are in there way before him. Okay. The festival okay, of fair. friendship. Fair. And the, and the whole festival of friendship that counts yeah. as a separate one. Well, I should have said. Yeah. So I. I should say he Chris had one of the Jericho best. Chris Jericho by himself. Chris yep. Jericho by himself. I should. Okay. Well, I will say. Shield and the shield. I'll say shield. that Rollins so had it's... the best heel run for like a summer, if that makes sense. Up until about, up until after Brock. Yeah. After that, it was terrible. Yeah, for sure. Was terrible. Um, yeah. But yeah. Okay. But yeah. Um, so let's let's get back to this. That's the thing. Each of everyone that's involved in the Fatal Four Way has Roman Reigns' number. Absolutely. Sherman's beating him. Joe's beating him. Brock's beating the shit out of him. Hasn't pinned him yet. And here's okay. Here, <sighs> Roman Reigns. You know the whole. This is my yard. I'm declaring myself the number one contender, even though I murdered a man. And all I've done. Uh, prior to claiming as number one contender is I retired The Undertaker. Okay. That's fine. That's great, Roman. Good to know. The fact that you're facing three other dudes that have all so to speak, well, two have actually claimed victory and one has just pummeled them to bits. It's going to be interesting to see how Roman's booked in the Fatal 4-Way. I agree. Can we all talk about Roman's booking a little bit in the sense that now they seem to be boosting the fact that he's actually retired the Undertaker. They didn't boost. Oh yeah, they're 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 so, going crazy. Right now. So that that's I, well, that's how they I, set up. I think the original plan was they didn't know what was. People were like, "No, nah, he's they're gonna do one more," and I was like, "God, no!" So I think now can we say that Undertaker's officially retired? I, I want to. I don't want to say it, but I, it's 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 done. It has. Yeah. It's take, been take, done. Take, there's that. There was so much emotion that went into that ending of WrestleMania. That there's no way Taker's going to come back. I was reading a report a while ago where they were saying Taker's going to interfere in the four-way 
and they're gonna have a rematch, and I'm just like, there's no fucking oh way they're doing. God. No fucking way they're doing. Okay, that. I also heard yeah. reports that Kofi Kingston's gonna win the WWE title, and they're gonna defend New Day's gonna defend it under the Freebird rule. So count that out. Oh hell, yeah, exactly. Count that just right out of the park. Just by I that. didn't see that report myself, but I've had put, numerous put people that, tell me about that. Put that right in that same column. Put that right yeah, in exactly. the garbage. That was on the same column. Yeah. Um, absolutely the fuck not. Yes, exactly. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Now, since you brought it up that they're pushing the whole, oh, Roman Reigns is the guy that retired The Undertaker, I have a weird feeling they might start using that when it comes time for uh, Brock versus Roman at WrestleMania next year. Because Brock's probably wow. going to be Brock's going to be a little about the title going in. Roman's oh. going to be his challenger. Don't know how, but then they're going to bring up one very important part. Well, that's the one point. broke the streak. The other retired the guy. That's so the point. Who's that, the better man? That's that, the, yeah. That's that what the whole point. Paul, that's what they wanted Paul for Heyman years. Brought it up too. Paul yeah, Heyman Paul Heyman's brought, brought it up. up yeah. Too. Yeah. So because now, now next time they touch one on one, it's a different Reigns, and oh, yeah. it's it's the same Brock, but it's a different Reigns that we have now. It's a very mature Reigns Roman Reigns. As completely and utterly kicked Undertaker's ass. Yeah. And four years prior, Brock broke the streak. So now we have the the one who broke 21 and one, and now we have the two in 23 and two. That's the we number? have, we have, it's the one in 21 and one versus the man that made 21 and two, or I guess 20, whatever he was. 23 and two. 23 and two. The one that made 23 and two walk away. I think it's 22 and two. Cause after he beat, after he lost to Brock, he beat, Bray Wyatt, and then it was Reigns. Yeah, but then he beat... No, 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 you're forgetting Shane. And you're forgetting Shane. Oh, okay, so it is 23, isn't it? Yeah, it is 23. He's done 25. Yeah, he's done 25 WrestleManias, he's 23 and 2. Lost to Brock, Russell Reigns. Yeah, I forgot Shane because it really wasn't that great of a match. Um, Hey, man. Besides the one that one... Besides that one spot that Shane... Yeah, besides the spot of Shane killing himself, of course. Well, Um, yeah. But yeah... um, Which we all expected to happen. Exactly. So going out of Raw, it just made... Like, I don't... Feel, I don't feel like I have a definite pick on who's going to win the Fatal 4-Way yet, which is really great. I, I genuinely have no idea. I genuinely have no idea. They're, meant, they're keeping it real hush-hush, too. They're trying to... Yeah, there's, there's, there's all also... The room, all the rumors are just it's hush-hush. All the, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, well, like... I think if Dave Meltzer doesn't know, it's it's a good... Yeah, no, yeah. 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 Meltzer, Meltzer has no clue. Aware. Meltzer has no clue. As long as Meltzer doesn't know, I think we're in the clear. Meltzer said that Vince is keeping it between himself and like hit the main writing board until the night of SummerSlam. The 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 commentary doesn't even know yet. The wrestlers don't I'm even know yet. Stars don't know. Yeah. Production there guys was, don't know. Nobody knows. I forgot who said it. Someone Vince, somewhere Vince it Mike wasn't Meltzer, obviously. Yeah, uh, but someone said that it Triple might H. be, might be, might be, might be, and this would be cool if it was. It might be Joe walking out with the title. Might be. It's not gonna happen. See, but. Here's I know, the that's problem. the thing. It's not going to happen. Lesnar has Here's more dates. Problem. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. Lesnar's already been booked for more dates. Like, there's no way. I don't think there's no way he's dropping the title. That's my thing. That's that's my thing. Here's my problem. If we get it off Le- Lesnar, how are we getting it back to Lesnar? Because exactly. Unless they don't want it. Or, like, yeah, or we, could forego, we could go forego the whole title part of the Roman and Brock match, which I'd be fine with. That'd be great. That'd be so there, much better. Uh, well, keep... There was a there was a report I read. I don't think it was it Meltzer. It was someone it else that the Roman Brock match was going to be at SummerSlam, but they decided on the Fatal Four Way instead, and they're going to keep the one on one fight to the death, whatever you want to call it. Uh, Beast versus Big Dog in his big yard in his big garden. Yeah, uh, at Mania. <laughs> <laughs> it's the entrance ramp, the garden. Exactly. Okay. 
The entrance cool. ramp is the garden, and it's going to be War Games because into big the, dog into is the big house. Yard. Oh yeah. Okay. It doesn't need the title though. In all seriousness, it doesn't. It doesn't so. No. If you if even if you just had Roman and Brock and because the whole just, you know I retired the Undertaker, I beat the Undertaker. That's 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 a story in itself. But even then, it doesn't. The fact does, but the thing is, it doesn't need to be that big of a deal. Like it need it can be said, yeah. but it doesn't have to be like like I feel like it's going to be way overhyped. Like the commentary is going to be like. Like the guy oh, they're gonna go, beat him they're gonna versus go the guy Michael, who retired. Michael going to be creaming his pants every single week on Rod, bringing this up. Yeah, the big dog. Big dog. But here's the thing with big WrestleMania: dick in his big yard. Oh my gosh! Here's the thing with WrestleMania coming up: oh, is there's a like okay the, the Roman the Roman Brock match, I'd say, is to most fans the the big what will be the big match of Mania. But there's a second match that we should definitely be talking about when we get to SmackDown that will definitely be the hype of Mania if it yep, happens. Absolutely. It and won't. so so let's get to <laughs> it won't. <laughs> I know exactly and what you're talking about. No, yeah. It won't. Oh, yeah you I know. hope I hope Stop. it does, but it won't. So Stop. so we're going oh, yeah. Alright, oh, so Stop. moving on to SmackDown. Um which was how was even how was SmackDown even opened? I totally forgot. Uh, the the AJ Styles Kevin Owens rematch. Okay. With Shane was McMahon, it? it was it was a segment. They it was a segment oh. with Shane McMahon. No, right. then it, then it didn't even open the show. It wasn't what a was the Shane. What there was a segment with, with it was there was a segment with Shane AJ and Kevin Owens. Yeah, but that was after, no. It was the AJ because AJ won the title the week prior on SmackDown. So Kevin wanted the rematch, and they had the rematch to kick off SmackDown. But then the whole ref bomb thing happened again, and that's when. Uh, Kevin went to Shane and Daniel Bryan and said, I want my rematch. I want another match at SummerSlam. And that's when Daniel Bryan was like, I got the perfect guest referee for you. And everyone was like, oh that my was... god, Daniel Bryan's going to be the guest referee? Shane! No, that was that was last week. Um, It actually what opened with John Cena. You, Mark? It opened with John You're Cena. Right, it did. That was and uh, right. he, he basically just talked about um how he lost to Nakamura last week on SmackDown and uh, talking did about how... Us, by the way, in that promo when he was talking about Nakamura that he kind of like sort of undermined Shinsuke Nakamura well it's just because it was supposed to play on the mysteriousness of the character yeah but um what happened then was Baron Corbin came out with new music um mm-hmm. actually, by the way it was like I like it it's very it's very interesting it's almost Undertaker-esque in the sense that it has like the chambers like the chamber choir singers to start it off it's yeah. really cool um, but Baron comes out. I like it. I like the music because lately WWE has been giving out shit music, like <laughs> Big Cass and uh, Big Cass's theme and Jason Jordan's theme are ass. Um, but Baron's music Damn. hits new music. Great comes out and basically just talks about how no one cares about Cena or Nakamura, which completely is utterly wrong and garbage. And it sucks because Corbin's a great talker, but he's like, a heel. He's a heel. It worked perfectly. Yeah. But like he's like, who cares? But like everyone cared. I don't. I just want to see him cash in. True. Actually, I did care. S- SummerSlam. Um. So yeah. Um. Cena then called Corbin a dumpster fire, and then <laughs> a dumpster <laughs> fire chant started. Um. Basically, yep. it was just them talk. It was it was them talking about um how like Cena losing to uh, Nakamura wasn't a big deal, and then Brian came out and said that since Corbin wasn't dressed, which makes no sense because Corbin just wears street clothes when he fights anyway. And so does Cena, and Cena was already in his gear. They said that since they're not ready to fight tonight, 
uh, that Corbin would face Cena at SummerSlam, which is I'm actually looking forward to the match. Corbin's going over. I don't. Yeah. Nope. No, I I disagree a hundred percent. It's no. I feel like again, what will I feel like what will happen? I feel like what will happen is Corbin's going to go over that match, and then that's going to be the momentum to do the cash in. To- nope. I, no. Wrong. You know, you know what? They would finally do it right if that's how they were doing it. But they won't. Oh, yeah. But they won't. The thing is, what will happen is Cena versus Corbin is going to open the show because it's going to be formulaic as fuck. It's going to be formulaic <laughs> as fuck. Cena's going to beat the shit out of Baron and win. And then Nakamura is going to win the title from Jinder. And Corbin's going to cash in. That's it. No. That's no. It. Saying Corbin- it's SummerSlam. Do you really think that Baron Corbin is going to beat John Cena? Do you yeah, really think Cena, 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 was going to be John no, 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 no. you got to think. Of, you got to remember this. A, Cena's going to be taking time off because he's filming that new Bumblebee spinoff Transformers bullshit movie, whatever the yeah. fuck it is. Well, and no, also, Cena, Cena has dates at No Mercy, which is a Raw pay-per-view next month. He's getting he. He's apparently going to be permanently on Raw. Well, that, that's what I'm saying. He has a date for um No Mercy, right? Which is like so like two weeks. No, I. That's two don't weeks after SummerSlam. That would be. It is, yeah. So Cena's not going anywhere. Try, try again. Try again. I'm going to once again say, do you know Cena's record at SummerSlam and the last time he's won at SummerSlam? It's 2010 versus the Nexus. He's 4-9 and nine at SummerSlam. It's 2010 with the Nexus. That's the last time he's won a match at SummerSlam. He lost to 2011, 12, 13, 14, 15, and 16. So? Yep. All so, two. So? And, and here's the names he's lost to. CM Punk, Seth Brad Rollins, Blitz. Kevin Owens, Daniel, Brock Lesnar, and Daniel Bryan. Yep. Okay. All, He's lost to so, all future world champions. And or world champions. Yeah, There you go. WWE doesn't know how to consistently tell stories. Have we not learned this? It's the one thing... See, see. did you think it was going to be Kevin Owens? Who? What? Did I think Cena was going to be Kevin Owens? At SummerSlam. No. Exactly. Did you think he was going to be AJ? No, but they're built completely exactly. differently. They're built completely differently, though. They, they no. are. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's yes, the thing, here's but the no. Thing. Eventually, 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 the WWE is the the, the dub 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 nine ninety nine WWE the dubba dubba the dubba dubba. They're gonna get back on track with the whole. Oh, by the way, Cena just so happens to have tied Ric Flair's record. When's he going for title seventeen? Versus Baron Corbin at Survivor Series. Oh, God no. no. God no. No. Nope. I'm kidding. Nope. It's, no, Try it's not. Again. It's not going to happen because he's on Raw anyway. But exactly. You, what I think. You, okay. Now you're the not other, like WWE. Now here's here's too. the here's the weird thing, is there's been word. I forgot where I saw this. I I need, I need to find the source again. Someone was saying, "What if it's because uh, eventually Cena's going to have to like call it a career eventually." What if it's Cena reigns at 34? I was about to say that. That'd be great. No, that would yeah, be great. That's, that's no. Yeah, no, no. I but then, but disagree. the thing is, you know how many, but then, how much but, eggs they've thrown into the Brock Roman thing? Not a chance. They're gonna switch it at the last minute to Cena Reigns. I'm not. Yeah, on, then who, the, I, I'm very skeptical. The thing is, who has? Then the thing is, who takes on Brock? Yeah, exactly. Who's gonna be? What if Brock does Brock lose the title? Who takes on? Brock? What if Brock t- loses the title at Survivor Series or SummerSlam? That's not happening. Or, Stop it. <laughs> or, or, there's rumors that Brock is going to face Braun Strowman at Royal Rumble. I've been waiting Good. for it. Ooh. I need it to happen. And uh, what if Strowman takes the title from Brock, 
Brock goes away for a while to prepare for the fight with John Jones. And Roman Reigns faces John Cena in just not a title match, yeah, just a marquee okay, here's match. The th- there's, a problem, there's a problem with the John Jones thing right now, and it would be cool to see John Jones and Brock Lesnar go toe-to-toe, but, like, Brock could eat John Jones if he wanted to. He could literally just, like, fry him up over a grill. John Jones is, like, asparagus to Brock Lesnar. Um, Brock is technically, A, retired, and, B, he's still under his suspension from USADA for the doping thing against Mark Hunt. True. It's true. So the question is whether or not like it's not, no, 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 it's no, not no, that where it's year, when it's a it year, year suspension. Yeah, but I it thought happened, that got ended, postponed because month. of did it really? And it last month. Okay. Yeah, that's the because <laughs> we're all it. like stumped. We're and, like, what the fuck? And Coy Coy Graves knows quite a bit apparently. And yeah, he apparently does. he's uh, thrown he's thrown tests. He's back in the testing pool. That's that's the word. Oh, I'm interesting. The thing the thing is with Brock is once. Once he loses, he's gone, and he's gone. Oh, yeah. He's gone. He's he's gone. Ghost. No, not no, see Brock. no way. Brock's coming back because Brock's had every match that Brock needs. Brock is done. We're gonna yeah. knock out a few the rest of these dream matches that we want. I think, which we got the Joe one. I don't know how many we need have left. Reigns, about- Strowman. That's it. Reigns, Strowman's Strowman. not a dream match. Reigns technically already happened. We're, technically, so, but it didn't, not, it didn't have a proper we're conclusion. We're waiting for the proper one. They're they're waiting so, for the proper one on one. Yeah. So when when whoever Brock loses to, that title to, we're done. There is no more Brock. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm pretty I'm pretty adamant that that's the case. I'm pretty adamant that as soon as we, as soon as Brock loses, he's done because he hasn't lost a match since the Undertaker, and he only lost that one because storyline because they needed to keep it going, I think. But yeah, true. Before that, Brock hasn't lost a, before Undertaker. Brock hasn't lost a match since WrestleMania twenty nine against Hunter. So, well, hold on, since Taker. Well, I mean, Taker okay, in, yeah. All right. Taker yeah. in twenty fifteen. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. Is the last time he lost. Before that, it was un, it was Triple H at twenty at twenty nine. Yeah, but then there was the whole there was the whole Goldberg thing, but uh, yeah, that's a whole another oh, story. Yeah, so uh, back yeah, to back to uh, back to SmackDown. Uh, so we had the whole thing with Cena and Corbin announcing their match. Um, we also had just a, we're, we can just touch on I think like the main feuds. We don't need, really need to go in order. One thing I will say, side note about the tag division with the Usos facing Dillinger and Zayn. If they keep Ty Dillinger and Sami Zayn as a tag team, I won't complain. I don't like it. I don't they, like it. I, I, I don't like it. I wouldn't. It's a. It's. It's not it's ideal. It's a little more enjoyable than no, it's not. But it's it's like sort of enjoyable. It's it's a great underdog pairing. That's yeah. true. Like they're both very similar, but like also very different, and I think that plays off very well on TV. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, that that worked for me. Um, Brizongo's doing great stuff. Um, oh, Brizongo, oh my god, as usual. They're, and they're I I really like I, want. I really enjoy the fact that the Ascension are getting involved in the antics that they're having. Yeah, things, that is that is great. Things we don't need or deserve, but we have anyway. Brizongo. But like, okay. Right, so, so what I was saying, sorry, what I was saying earlier about fuck the no, new day yeah. is because of this. Uh, um, they should the new day should not have been the team to take the title belts off of the Usos. Uh, it should have been Brizongo, and I'll tell you why. Yeah. The Fashion Files. They're fantastic. It should have and it should have been Brizongo with the Fashion Files. Realize that all along it was the Usos that did it, whatever they're f- searching for. That trashed their office mm-hmm. and 
took Fondango and this and that and like won the belts and that would have been the end of the fashion files and they could have just kept going as the fashion police and guess what like they could have done something really funny with it they could have talked about the Uso penitentiary and made some like like weird like this is a stretch they could have like, they 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 made some like Fandango could have been like, oh yeah, I was locked in the Uso Penitentiary or something like that. They well, could try oh, to, like, I, I was not thinking that. I was thinking something completely different. <laughs> Were you? I was thinking. I, I, I was see. thinking. I was thinking that the I Usos see. made Fandango their bitch, but like. <laughs> okay. Okay. That's that's a. That's I mean, not, obviously they can't say that. They can't say that, but like they could hint no. at it. If it's not Cena, you can't call someone your bitch. That's yep. true. But yeah, so um, so the Usos faced uh, Sami Zayn and Ty Dillinger, and the Usos won. They're, the Usos are doing great stuff. Great stuff. I like the Usos and New Day Ty together. Purgatory. Yeah, Ty Dillinger and Sami Zayn are in Purgatory, and Sami Zayn's being yep. built up as a pest. Yeah. Well, apparently they Sami Zayn's kind of annoying in real life, so... This, that's, a, that's apparently not a gimmick. Are yeah. you? But, like, I couldn't picture him, like annoying Sami Zayn hanging out with Kevin Owens. Well, that's the thing. Kevin Owens, Kevin and Sammy have been like friends for I don't know. Like, yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. Now. Well, like, how like, can Kevin's he be got, annoying? Kevin's gotten used to him. That I guess. But yeah, so and some of the other indie guys, yeah. like even like, even like Cesaro, of, Dean Ambrose and Seth Rollins, they're all pretty used to him too. But like, yeah, they're yeah. all like a lot of the like hardcore indie guys. They're all used to each other because like, they all travel a- together and whatnot. A- AJ Styles is probably pretty is pretty used to him. Yeah. But, yeah can we exactly. also talk about like, we we weren't really talking. I don't think we had a podcast after this happened, but can we talk about the fact that Aiden English got a random victory over Sami Zayn to no build or anything like no fallout to it? Aiden English is going to challenge Baron Corbin for the briefcase. Aiden English cashes in. The world is a better place. Good lord, True. yes. <laughs> Actually, no. I'd much rather have Baron Corbin. <laughs> Um, but yeah, uh, imagine, another, imagine that world. Yeah, imagine that world. Another thing that we saw was you know, Carmella Kingdom faced. Did it, so. That's true. Carmella faced Naomi in a pretty decent match too, and won. Hey man, because James Ellsworth returned. Was, exactly, James Ellsworth back. Boys. He got a monster pop though. Yeah, he did. Oh my god. Why were they? Who, where were they? Montreal. The return of some dude. No, they were. They were in Toronto that night. For SmackDown? No, they, yeah, they did back-to-back shows in Toronto. Yeah. Really? Were you there? I was not. My uh, my cousin was though, so he sent me videos of the whole thing. I hate all of you. You you're all fans of James Ellsworth. No, not at all. Oh, okay. Good. Fuck James Ellsworth. God. Yeah. What are we doing? Why don't they? Why? Have, they Why? should have. That'd be so cool if they brought Enzo to SmackDown and had Enzo be Carmella's new valet. Or we could get Enzo to just take out the trash. That's true. Thin that, the, thin yeah. out thin the herd a little bit. Ellsworth versus uh, Enzo in a Carmella in a shark cage match, and have Ellsworth no, beat no, Enzo. Carmella, Carmella on a pole match. <laughs> All right, and I'll then and then Ellsworth has to win. But she's not naked. Ah, so I'll y- still take it. So yeah, um, the- another thing. So like, how are we feeling about Naomi and Natalia? Because I really don't care. I don't care at all. I would much rather see Miz versus Jason Jordan than this match, and it sucks that we oh, might yeah. not get it. I mean, I'll take it. It'll be a good match. I just don't care. Exactly. It's the good, thing it's good is, on the women to have both matches on a big show like that. It is. It is. But it's just like the thing. It's, it's, it's lackluster. I can't wait for Carmella to cash in. That's going to be awesome. She's, I'm, I'm, I'm calling she's going to cash in at SummerSlam. That's women, I, don't, I don't think while, so. 
the women are a little bit more quantity over quality right now. They're, Smack, they're, they're well, raising that quality, but it's still quantity. SmackDown, I disagree. I think SmackDown's way more about quality over quantity. I think that Raw is more quantity over quality. Because SmackDown has actually taken the time to build all of their wrestlers that they have in their women's division. Where's Becky Lynch right now? Becky. Oh, wait, uh, she's hurt. She's teaming with Charlotte? She's been doing this. She's been doing shit with Charlotte and stuff, and Charlotte's been feuding with Lana. Yeah. Which, by uh, the way, like, so like everything, why Lana? But, like, everything's linked up, though. So you have Lana challenging Charlotte because she just wants to make a name for herself, and Charlotte's in that with Lana, but Lana's also tied with Tamina because they're friends now. And Natalia's yeah. in the thing with Naomi, and Carmella's in the background with the case, and Becky's hurt, so she's off for a little while. Every, we have the SmackDown Six, but in women's. Exactly, and we're gonna. And apparently, Road Dog had posted online today that he wanted um, some female wrestler. I forgot her name. I think she went. It was Crazy Mary Dobson, but like she has a new name now. I think Sarah Logan or something like that. She's she was in the women's tournament, but she tweeted. He, uh, somebody tweeted. Um, WWE had tweeted like a promo it was like a sarah logan ready from being a farm girl to being in the may young classic and then road dog replied and was like i want her on smackdown get her on smackdown so we'll see uh, what happens uh, what okay i don't care what road dog has to say because wins and losses don't matter to him right exactly um but yeah so so, what so um yeah i mean the women aren't bad on smackdown i, c I can get with it i'm, I'm fine with so, it yeah road dog fucking learn what that wins and losses matter so um then um the whole thing with uh, Kevin Owens and AJ Styles had a segment with Shane, and uh, it ended Which up was lit. And Owens ended up goading Styles into accidentally Pele kicking Shane in the face. So that was cool. That was off. I liked that. The best part is AJ's not necessarily being a face either in this feud. No, because Shane's the referee, and they have like, bad blood. And he's telling and he's telling Owens how uh, he'll kick his ass, and he's like, "Just ask Shane." And I'm, and I'm sitting there like, "Oh, <laughs> like you're not wrong." No, yeah, you're not wrong. Um, so that was cool. Um, I'm excited for their match, it, but like, I'm not like overwhelmingly it, excited again because like, you know, it's okay. No, I, I'm. It's one of my more. I think that's gonna tear the roof off the place, and whatever goes. That'll after easily it, be. Gonna, that'll easily be the well, match of the is, night. Isn't gonna, I mean, there there have been talks about Shane versus KO, so. No, I don't. I, I don't want it to happen. I think Shane versus AJ. I okay. I don't know about you guys. I thought Shane versus AJ was like one, of, probably one of my favorite matches of WrestleMania. Yeah, it was of this past year. It was. It was a great match. AJ carried the whole thing. Yeah, but Shane. Shane had some great spots. He looked good in that match. I don't know how he's gonna fare against KO if they end up booking it, but we will see when that happens. But for the most part, this feud is great. Um, yeah. yeah, it's doing it's doing well. I agree. Um, one I thing, like Shane as the referee is going to be good. I'm hoping there's a Shane spot. Yeah. So one thing so that there has to be. one thing that one thing that they're building to is is um Shane might not wrestle Kevin Owens directly actually, or he might not have a one on one match with KO because there's talks of potentially extending this out to Survivor Series and having a Team Kevin versus Team Shane match. Which I wouldn't uh, complain. Uh, I wouldn't complain. Uh, oh. Well, they gotta they gotta do that traditional match somehow. You have exactly. Owens. Well, yeah. You have Owens. Well, I mean the you have... the, the SmackDown versus Raw match. I find is fine. The five on five. Uh, I, I don't. I don't want it. I thought it was way too I early. I thought it was way too early in the brand split to have that. Hmm. I also thought that it was way too. I also thought it was. It didn't do anything for either brand. I thought it hurt SmackDown. To be honest, it showed how limited their roster is and how weak they are, like as a combined roster. All right, that's a fair point. That's actually but the only the only 
Bray Wyatt look cool. That's the thing. That's the only thing it did right was it made it yeah. helped further the story. Because like the that's the only story I felt that was really furthered in wait. any of those three matches. Wait, wait, wait! Also, We're complaining that a story got furthered in a match. No, correctly? but no, but when you have <laughs> but when you have fifteen superstars involved in a match, actually no, you have let's see, ten. No, you have five in the women. You have ten in the women's match. You have yeah. twenty in the tag match. So that's thirty. You have ten. You have ten four, wow. You have forty uh, superstars involved in these matches, and only one okay. story 40, really got know, further. Forty. Forty-one, if you count James Ellsworth as the mascot. Sure, but hey, like hey, those don't. I'm not counting the tag in the women. I'm counting strictly the but, straight but, on five. But, but we're Man. talking about the Survivor Series matches. There were three of them, and only one story was furthered. So what benefit did that do? Just that one story when they had 40 guys. It was a waste of a big-name pay-per-view because all it did was make way for Reigns... Or not Reigns. What am I talking about? Goldberg and Lesnar. It did nothing. That's fine. It's not fine. It's Survivor Series. It's supposed to be built off of the Survivor Series matches. And then none of them did anything besides... But Survivor Series is trash. It's been trash for like 10 years. If it's a big four pay-per-view, they should treat it like it. Like one. They don't treat it like a big four pay-per-view. All right. Well... It's not worth having another argument. <laughs> like, it, am I wrong? No, but that's the thing. It's like, it, it's, it's like not a big four. If there's a big four, well, before the brand slip, it was summer. It was WrestleMania, Royal Rumble, Summer Well, yeah, but like, bank. but like, still, like that. That was such a dumb idea to do that. And I, I would, if it was a top five, I would throw Battleground in there too, because Battleground has never been terrible, except for the first one. True. Um, Once they moved it to July, it's it's been fantastic. True. Um, so let's see what else happened on SmackDown. Um, we had the furthering, I guess, like kind of of uh, Jinder Mahal versus Shinsuke Nakamura uh, for the WWE title. Two um, guys who can barely speak English. So yeah, um, well, one guy who can barely speak English and one guy that can barely keep help his voice from not cracking because he talks in a fake voice. Um, I'm really frustrated with you about that. He talks in a fake voice, dude. That's why his voice cracks so much. That's not his real voice. That's fine. He's playing. It's a not fine. It's fake. <laughs> it's it, dumb. It's wrestling. I know, but if it's if not, it's, it's not working because it, if if you're the WWE champion, you're supposed to be ruthless, and your voice is cracking. No one's going to be intimidated of you. Well, no one. Yeah. I'm not. If you're supposed to be a heel, WWE champ specifically. And, like, you're a newcomer you're holding- who is pushed to the moon and people are already skeptical of you holding the belt in the first place. You have to either be great from the get-go or why the fuck do you have the title? Exactly. And the thing is, um, Shinsuke uh, had, like, a sit-down promo with Renee Young, a sit-down segment. and It was pre-taped. It was, yep. it was very hard to understand him, but you could tell that, like, he tried really hard and it was great. Um, yeah. But it really I didn't do any... It was a better it- idea than throwing him live. Yes, but it did nothing. Yeah, the build the build up to this match isn't. <sighs> it's nothing because they know damn neither sh- of them can talk. Exactly, it's well, a damn shame. We know who's gonna win though, so what does it matter? Baron Corbin. Exactly. <laughs> well, <laughs> Baron Corbin's gonna win. I meant the match, not what happens after the match. Well, no, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. So it, it's <sighs> so gender. No, I'm kidding. 
Gender. Honestly, okay, look. Can I can I can I say quickly? By the way, something about something about Ginger Mahal. As a as a as a as a young man that is also Indian Canadian, much like Ginger Mahal, sure. he's fucking Canadian. Um, I just have to say he is a disgrace to Indian Canadians. Also, rest in peace, the great Kali, even though he's alive. Turning over in his grave, and he's not even dead. <laughs> yeah, because they had Great Kali come back. They had him interfere in the Punjabi prison. And then they handed and him a then... pink slip. Yep, that was it. Back. Good. Yeah, That's back. all he needed. That is all you need. Yeah. But I thought it would I honestly think it would have been kind of cool to see Jinder with like the the Singh brothers and Kali. I think it would have been awesome Jesus to have like a Christ. huge faction like that. Well, that's the kind of heel Jinder is supposed to be. But anyway, I'm like it's not the I'm not complaining. Like <laughs> Kali can stay as far away from the company as he wants now. Um but it just makes it feel like there was no reason for Kali to do that. But um, I will say that um, I'm kind of looking forward to this match just to see how these two are going to fight because this is the first time we've seen Jinder face someone who's not Randy Orton in a big match. Um, so, uh, yeah, speaking of Randy Orton, um, Randy Orton beat Jinder finally after four fucking matches. Um because he didn't have the Singh brothers with him, and I was really afraid that they were going to do that. But guess what? They did it. Um, and it was fucking stupid. Uh, and I also will say that people think people are saying how dumb it is that Randy Orton hasn't gone back after Jinder again, but he wasn't given a match. They made a new match. Like, it wasn't in Orton's control. They were, they were like, oh, yeah, why didn't Orton go after Jinder after, um, after he lost to him at Battleground? Because... because uh, Daniel Bryan and Shane McMahon made a number one contenders match with Cena and Shinsuke. They didn't want Orton the title picture anymore. Like there were there were people that were furious about the booking behind it. I'm like, but like it wasn't in Randy Orton's control. He's not general manager. He can't make matches. He's not John Cena. He can't do that. No, but John. So like, can. but also, but like it was a three strikes you're out kind of thing. And you know, normally normally the transition after a feud like that is kind of awkward. Of how do you. And they know, normally that's what happens. The guy just kind of vanishes for maybe an episode just so we don't see him. And they name people to fight for a new number one contender. It's always how it works. I think. Yep. And then um, Orton was, uh, after beating Jinder Mahal, Orton went down to the end of the stage. And he was uh, attacked by Rusev, which was interesting. I was kind of hoping that would happen. Um People aren't excited for this match. People aren't excited for this match, but I will say that I'm excited. As long as Rusev goes over, I will be excited. Rusev should be going over. Should be. Should be a world champion. We're getting there. Yeah, it's 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 gonna take time. He's he's a he's still got some years. We'll be fine. A a little more time than expected, but that's okay. Oh, Uh, the the okay. I found it odd that they decided to book Randy Orton versus Jinder Mahal for the main event of SmackDown. I was like, the feud's done. So, I don't know. The booking's been kind of odd. I, I find it great, though, that they had Rusev come in at the end of the match, and then that was it. And then SmackDown was over. So that cut, It cut the black so fast. It did, yeah. Nobody, you sat there like, what the, what the fuck, what? Which yep. is, which was great. We don't normally get something like that. They yeah. normally sit there and explain it, or they let commentary talk. Nope, they just they went, "Oh my god!" and it literally cut the black right there as he was dropping. Mm-hmm. It was all. It was. It was. I think that was well done. 
like the video the way they did it. And Toronto lost their shit from what you could hear. Oh yeah, oh yeah. So pickle fans, all uh, of you. I don't, I don't know what they're gonna do with. I don't know what they're gonna do with Randy Orton after the Rusev feud. Pink slip. For someone like a Randy Orton. It's been a long time coming. I got... <laughs> Why not? <laughs> Why not? You know. I see no problem. Uh, I was, no, I was going back. To do. He, Orton, said, Orton said he, he can he go another 15 do? years, though. No, he can't. No, <laughs> I know. Can't. I know. He said he wants yeah. to, but he he won't. The fact that Orton Orton will still go down in history as being the youngest world champ in history. Who'd he be? But I can't say. Well, oh no, I can say it here. What am I saying? SummerSlam 2004, Chris Benoit, World Heavyweight Ta- Championship in Chris Toronto. Chris Benoit. Oh oh, you know uh, Stevie Richards. <laughs> yeah, remember he uh, he RKO'd Stevie Richards so hard that he super kicked his own face and got pinned. He God he damn. He fought a broomstick. He beat a broomstick for the title. He be, he pinned Kenny Omega's broomstick. <laughs> no, no, that's the broomstick that Kenny Omega found in the closet. <laughs> he he beat he beat Kenny Brumega. <laughs> Brumega. <laughs> Randy Orton versus Kenny Brumega 2018. Let's go, boys. Damn. Book it. So uh yeah, yeah um I I mean I think that's basically it from what we had to cover from this week's television. Um, that is. So uh, I was going to say, Witten's done what he's needed to do anyway. He got his ass kicked by Brock. Yep. He won- He got his Rumble win because he got his ass kicked by Brock. Yep. yep. He got his title win because he got his ass kicked by Brock. Yep. Hey, hey, Randy Orton, we're going to – hey, good news. We're going to have you win the Royal Rumble. Oh, that's great. Yeah, there's just one little catch. What catch? You got uh... to take some elbows by Brock. You got to get – you got to bleed. You got hard. you got to learn how to you take Germans. Die. You basically have to die. <laughs> it wow. that that was rough. I said it was true. That was, I you it because it was and Chris Jericho didn't understand what was going on either. Yeah, he didn't really. know the he didn't know the finish. Chris, Chris Jericho doesn't give a fuck. He'll walk true. up to anybody. He well, was, he, apparently exactly, he yeah, took down he, Goldberg before too. Yeah, he's just. He's, he's a yeah, savage. Yeah, he's the same guy that's taken on Goldberg just face to face. Oh, he took him down. He didn't just take him on. He took him yeah. down to the ground. Yeah, dude. yeah. That's the story that he yep. took him down. Yeah. So, but, um, uh, so yeah. Um, you said I have, a, I, have a, I have a question for you guys. Sure. What's up, man? Are you are you looking are you looking forward to SummerSlam and what do you see for the future post SummerSlam? All right, I got this. Um, okay, I am actually very excited for SummerSlam. Um. I always get excited for Big Four, like mostly WrestleMania and SummerSlam. I get excited for so, like the Rumble as well. Um, oh, just you know because. What? Let me let me, add, let me add something, Tyler. Just quickly, let me add yeah, something to that yeah, question. Yeah. What do you think is going to be the match of the night? Um. Okay, match of the night is going to be a Fatal Four Way. No problem. Um. Right. Only because the build behind it. If it had like mm. the thing is, it's hard to come by a match in WWE with little to no, or with like a lot of build because a lot of their matches have little to no build. Um, yep. I think that Styles and Owens would have been good, but I don't think Shane being in the match is going to do it any favors. But I do okay. see it being at least like up there, like it's one of the matches we won't forget about. Um, mm-hmm. I am super excited for the Fatal Four Way. I'm ex- super. I'm actually super excited for Jinder and, and Nakamura because I think not only people are saying it's too early for Nakamura. That's bullshit. No, that's bullshit. 
Um, after they push gender to the moon, there's no too soon. Um, yeah. Yeah. They just need to work on timing. That's it. They just need to work on timing. Cause like they did it right with gender. Like, I'll be honest. They did it right. Yeah. Um, they just don't have, he's gender's just not a strong enough champion right now. And that's why they want to take the belt off him too. Um, so Nakamura will take the belt, I think. Um, but it's also good for Jinder because it's like a final test of can he can he hang in the main event because he's been facing Orton forever and people complain mm-hmm. people have been complaining like oh Jinder is so stiff but look who he's fighting he's fighting Kenny Brumega Randy Orton yeah. he's fighting a Brumega. he's fighting a literal brick wall okay. that doesn't RKO so, I actually yeah that's true like but, um, Shinsuke could yeah. probably make anyone look like a star. I have something to say about that, and I think I want to. I want to end the show. On, I want to ask you guys of your opinion on this. But carrying on, but back to my question, uh, Tim. Match of the night. What's going to be the match of the night? Are you looking forward to SummerSlam? AJKO. Oh man. Okay. They're by far my two favorites in the company right now. All right. Because both are just way too good at what they do, and we don't deserve to have them on our TV. True shit. Am I? Am I? Am uh, I? Sure. Am I? excited no not really <laughs> it's, gonna, it's gonna be long and this is my problem it's gonna be long yeah good god oh by the way guys special surprise guest appearance from uh, 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 uh oh god oh not again i'd rather take Ki- i'd rather take kid rock actually no i wouldn't take kid rock all right, so um, actually, we also do like to end on one thing, Yusuf, called uh, Best in Wrestling, where we talk about basically the best thing in wrestling right now that we're thinking about. So uh, who uh-huh. wants to go first? The Miz. Damn it, you stole mine. <laughs> I, was, I was also going to say The Miz. Um, it's for this week, by the way. Not... The, best, the best thing this, po- this past week? Oh, oh, my God, shit. G1 maybe for you, because I haven't seen it. Yeah, as far as like, are we are we talking only WWE or like the in Indians general in well? wrestling? Oh yeah, then hand, hands down the G one. That's there have been so far. I think between all, I think it's been 18, 18 days of the G one. There have been, I think it was five or six five star matches that Meltzer gave. Maybe. Well, not well. I don't think Indian. he gave them, but he he mentioned. Well, that's the thing. They've been. They've been like the G one this year. I think was the most ridiculous because, yeah, they had all like the Japanese heavyweights that were like that everybody knows Tanahashi Naito, uh, the current IWGP champion Kazuchika Okada. Uh, you had last year's G one winner Kenny Omega being Kenny Omega, and then you have a lot of like like Ring of Honor and like not even the European scene uh, indie. Like you had Zack Saber Jr., who for a dude that is, I think like less than 200 pounds he looks like a broomstick kenny broomega jr uh (laughs) he he really showed up at the g1 considering most guys are a lot taller than him and a lot heavier than him so he's he's really shown his worth uh they had great there's a okay if you as ever decide to want to give yourself a good laugh uh, get on YouTube or wherever and find the match between Kenny Omega and I believe it was Toru Yano, which has been said to be one of the greatest comedy matches. Because at one point, 
they end up tying each other's legs together with tape and they just start going at it with tape legs hopping around the ring. It's it's a true spectacle of, you know, New Japan knows how to at least give people a good laugh besides giving them you know, fantastic wrestling. But yeah, it's it definitely the best thing this week has been the G1. Cool, man. Um, for me, I'd have to say, because Tim stole mine with The Miz, um, <laughs> I'll have to say the uh, story going on with the Shield reunion going on between Dean Ambrose and Seth Rollins. I think that it's probably the best executed um given the circumstances of not having Roman in there and being in the tag team scene. I think it's actually good that they're in the tag team scene having this uh, little story play out. Uh, And I think long-term, if Ambrose becomes heel and turns on Rollins, I think it could be a money feud if it were Rollins' face and uh, Ambrose' heel. Because Rollins is starting to get his footing as a proper baby face, and it's working. Mm. And the crowd already had his support. It's just that it it hasn't been like... A show-stopping, amazing baby face. It hasn't been like, yeah, like it hasn't been bad, but it hasn't been necessarily good. Yeah. Okay. So that's, here, I'll take that's acceptable. Oh uh, yeah, I'll accept that. With the Shield reunion, by the way, whether or not they're going to go for the original three-man squad, if Roman Reigns isn't involved as the third man, then who would be the third man? They don't really need no. one though. They're in a ta- like if they're I, in the I feud think, with. I think that I think they're fine as just as the two of them again. Yeah, mm. I'd say they're fine as the two. I think they're fine because no, they don't have. The reason it works so well is because everyone brought something to the table. The reason why, mm-hmm. yeah, because Seth Rollins is your tech guy, Dean's your scrapper, but De- Dean's your scrapper and the mouthpiece, and Reigns was but, just yeah, the, the Reigns was the powerhouse. When you go up against guys who are like Samoa Joe size. It yeah. does. Like, it, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. So. Yep. So, well, like, when I mean, you go up against legends like Rock, you can't have just yeah. two guys beat them down. Yeah. It doesn't make sense. I mean, mm-hmm. we'll see yeah. what happens. Um, but yeah, I'm yeah, we'll I, I'm really excited for uh the future. Um, I think I think we we're planning to have one more show before SummerSlam to do a little prediction show. So stay tuned for that, everybody. And uh, I think it's about time to wrap things up. Don't you guys think? Oh uh, yeah, sounds sounds good. Yeah. Tim? S- sounds good to me at the ripe uh, almost two hour mark. Um, oh yeah. All right, y'all. So, uh, like I said, stay hey, tuned cool. for. We we lasted as long as SmackDown. True. Um, yeah. So stay what? tuned, everybody, Go for, for, Go for Raw. the uh, oh, no. no. That maybe some. We'll save that for. We'll save that for Mania. Maybe after SummerSlam. Maybe Mania. We'll see. Yeah. But all right, guys. Um, like I said, uh, stay tuned for the uh, next episode we have coming out. It should be out before SummerSlam. Just a brief like uh, prediction video and uh, basically roundup of everything before we get to the big biggest show of the summer, quote unquote. Um, so yeah, thanks so much for tuning in this week. Bye. And uh, we'll see you guys. Soon. The biggest party of the summer. <laughs> yes, the biggest party of the summer. <laughs> All right, guys, we'll see you soon.